0: Welcome back, everyone, to another great episode of Elder Scrolls Off the Record. It's 2016, and the gang is back. Yes, this is Elder Scrolls uh, Off the Record, the gameplay and news podcast from Arena to Skyrim, and, of course, Elder Scrolls Online. We are a Quest Gaming Network production available for download on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, and our website, QuestGamingNetwork.com. Today's record date is Freitas.
1: I'm in love. Hey!
0: <laughs> the fifteenth of Morningstar. I am your host and fellow Tamrielic traveler, and the king of his own keep, Evarwin. God,
1: I am just picturing you like just in your your ugly pajama pants, just you know in a bare house with nothing in it, maybe a futon, just a bachelor pad with nothing in it,
0: that's by a, a computer.
1: Yeah, that's.
0: I would say that's that's fairly accurate. <laughs> I would say that is fairly accurate. There is nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. As you could tell by the the uh, scene of Nirvana behind me, uh, there is really not much there uh, other than a lamp which is not turned on. Um speaking of things that are not turned on, could someone like uh figure out if we're actually
2: stre- we're not not streaming? We're not not streaming. We're on streamed. Twitch.
0: We're on Twitch. <laughs> Hey! Hey!
1: That's great.
0: Hello, uh, Twitch. Hey, you know, Twitch.
3: How you doing?
0: Oh my Boy, God! I'm see. Yeah. You know what's great about Twitch is how much I hate it. We'll see you on YouTube, guys. <laughs> 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 All right. So that was th-
4: awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll call that. We'll call that a podcast exclusive. Thank you. <laughs> And uh we're actually gonna go ahead and and jump right on board here on on uh on YouTube. So, so yeah.
5: <laughs> the comments in the Twitch
4: chat. <laughs> Where'd say, go? No,
5: don't go
2: <laughs> <laughs> We miss you. <laughs>
0: Too bad. Oh,
2: that's <laughs> awesome.
0: Too bad uh so let's let's and that's go just ahead the
2: VP of Twitch.
0: <laughs> all right um okay <laughs> so, so for for those of you listening on podcast right now you're gonna hear you're gonna hear a little a little audio intro you're gonna hear my intro all over again because we got to give the <laughs> the folks on youtube a solid clean start to the show so uh just hang out for a second guys and here we go And take two, this time not on Twitch. Hello, everyone. This is the Elder Scrolls gameplay and news podcast from Arena to Skyrim and ESO. We are Quest Gaming Network production available for download on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, and QuestGamingNetwork.com. Today's record date is free I
1: am in love. The 50th Morning Star. (laughs) That last one was more on key.
0: It was, it was. Um, I am, of course, your host and fellow Tamriel Traveler and king of his own keep as it says here in the notes eve arwin yay yay Yay. so so hello youtube um podcast listeners uh we we just caught you all up of course uh youtube so what happened was and when you listen to the podcast you're gonna laugh you're gonna laugh (laughs) your ass off because it's freaking hysterical i (laughs) i i started streaming on twitch by accident and because streaming on Twitch is always an accident. And then so I turn, had to turn that off in order to, you know, turn on uh, here at YouTube. So so apologies all around for for the double speech on podcast and, of course, for the delayed response on, <laughs> on YouTube. Uh, this is a freight train and it's barreling on ahead. And what's what's a freight train if it's not being uh, – barreling on ahead out of control if, if Liz is not a part of that? Uh, if Baby New Year – had a mom, it would be this lady, Liz, Mistress Lebo.
1: Did you just call me older than time?
0: Oh, I think oh. I did. Actually, wow. You might
1: want to take three that one.
0: <laughs> hmm. mm. Wow, how you doing over there, Grandma Time?
2: Oh, my <laughs> <Lord>. <laughs> now, now, Evarwyn, quick! No, no court will convict her. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I. I no, yeah. no, they won't. Yeah. Yeah, That's true.
1: and a jury of my mm. peers, they're all going to say uh, thumbs down, and right. yeah, so, we're sending you to the uh, wild Khajiit to be,
3: um, I don't know.
0: Yeah, so this is the part where I backpedal in
3: some way. Uh, <laughs> from Captain Nibbles. Yeah. All of his litter droppings are coming to you. Yep.
1: <laughs> I wish. I'm glad he doesn't uh, do that because he doesn't poop in the house. I'm actually I'm good because um, I've got adult coloring books right here, and they're not no of of naughty things, but they're just very detailed coloring
0: books. Okay, so it's not like you know,
1: um, extremities uh, of right. human beings. No.
0: Um, good word. All right, Liz. <laughs> but my,
1: there's
3: a there's a thing going around on uh, Twitter right now of the lady who's selling paintings. Of uh, male extremities dressed up in clothes, <gasps> like their painting she did for ten thousand a piece.
0: Wow, oh. ten thousand! Wow, that's that's mm. pretty amazing. Um,
1: no, who, but my brother got this this for me so I could do this during a podcast, so I'm not clicking on a mouse button.
0: Okay, I guess and he can't I, hear it. I guess he got <laughs> aggravated at listening to your your clicking.
1: <laughs> no, he just he uh, he knows. Anyway.
0: He knows. Okay. <laughs> Well, anyway, uh, Liz and I, of course, are not alone on this freight train barreling on through. Uh, we've, we're also joined by uh, this this wonderful gentleman here. Uh, this man's New Year's resolution uh, was to learn how to express his anger in Chinese. Rob Ra Rage philosophy Son.
5: Hello, everybody. Hello, listeners. Hello, chat room. It is 2016, and I have beer. Beer.
1: You have a lot trying- of beer.
0: I have, I have a lot of beer in this thing, <laughs> but Rob, it's so good. Rob's got, uh, for podcast listeners, Rob's got his, his Gigantor, uh, uh, what, what is that, a stein? Uh, this wooden stein, tankard,
5: flagon, whatever you want to call it. I've tried researching uh, exactly what the difference is between them, and nobody seems to know, so right. I just call them tankards. Tankards.
1: But, I would so, say yeah. a stein is made up uh, with ceramics. Okay.
5: Yeah, I think it doesn't it
3: have like, that top, too, where you push yeah, it down th- when you're Yeah, th- yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it yeah. does, yeah. yeah.
5: Yeah, I think steins are supposed to be ceramic, and they have the, the lid, whereas uh, flagons and tankards um, can be made of pretty much just about anything and may or may not have a lid. So so, so
0: a tankard, then, it shall be. Uh, so Rob's got this gigantic tankard. As big as his head. He's got two beers in this freaking thing and room to spare. How yeah. much room you got left in there, Rob? I mean, after you poured the, the 24 ounces of, of beer... Um, um, I mean, how I
5: I probably could have gotten another half uh, bottle, so another wow. six ounces in here. So wow. this this is probably like a thirty ounce mug. Wow!
2: <laughs> wow! Oh my god!
5: <laughs> so um, wow, c- c- come the end of the podcast, you know, when when we're doing our final thoughts, I apologize if if my statement begins with. And
1: another
4: thing! <laughs> <laughs> Hot camera music! <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know because when when Rob uh, is under the influence, he tends to talk a lot, and that's good for a podcast.
4: It is yes good for a yeah. yeah. And is. when
3: he does Daggers tonight, he's just going to be a hand clicking the button. And you hear... Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you another thing. Okay. Mark,
4: get
3: over here. Hey,
0: something else about this guy really chaps my butt. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Please heal me.
0: Who's <laughs> hailing. You are, Rob. <laughs> I need to hail more. I'm an idiot. <laughs> so, uh, so all of that and more coming right after the end of the show, guys. So uh, I, I don't know. Rob, are we... we Probably Twitch, right? We're doing it on Twitch, and then maybe like you know next week or something, I'll I'll show you how to how to do this on YouTube.
5: Well, tonight, uh, daggers is not going to be uh, streaming at all because we actually have an event going. Oh, and uh, by streaming would actually <laughs> render that event somewhat um, kind of unfair. So yeah, uh, so daggers is actually not going to be streaming tonight, but we are going to be in game, having fun, having a blast. We're going to be in Team TeamSpeak uh, insulting each other and those mm-hmm. of us that wish to join us. Um, I'll be listening to Heavy Metal. You guys can listen to whatever you want. I Good. like Heavy
0: Metal. I'll listen to that. That's
5: cool. So, uh, but yes, we are going to have a function a little bit later, and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, explain the details.
0: Ah, uh, details galore. Uh, speaking of of galore, uh, the Elder the Elder Scrolls have foretold this will be a historic year for Tamriel, and this man knows why. Mike, the Tamrielic historian,
3: because Fusro Dad.
0: Fusro Dad. <laughs> nice.
3: My mug is not as big as Rob's mug, but you know.
0: That's My daughter got it for
3: me and it's full of beer or full of mead.
5: Full of mead. Yes, yeah, he like the mead is waiting until later. Yeah.
0: Mm.
3: Rob makes his mug, I make the mead. Now we just oh. got to get together and swap. Hey, uh, you know.
0: <laughs> really can't get a, that's a bad, that's a great partnership right there. That's a fantastic partnership. Damn right. I like that partnership.
3: Except getting me to cross state lines probably would put me in a prison.
1: That's what I was nah. wondering. <laughs>
0: why, why stop there? Everything else is apparently coming, uh, coming under fire. As long, <laughs> as long as you don't sell it, but we can always barter. Barter. Ah. Uh, so so this gentleman right over here, Mark the Sonarist. Mark's got something to say. Mark, take it away.
2: I may not have beer, but I'm getting a beard. <laughs> Nice! Wow, (laughs) Wow.
0: you know who you're you're kind of for those of you who are not watching the YouTube and you should because you're missing out on how sexy Mark has become. I mean, he's like the Jason Statham of our podcast right now. It's it's ridiculous. Um, He's a
1: little bit Wolverine esque if he just had that red uh, shirt on. Yeah, yeah, the plaid.
0: A little bit buff, buff Mark.
3: Get rid of the glasses, you know. Buff Mark, Um, definitely Hugh Jackman esque.
5: And, and he needs to—he needs to get the 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 owl ears on the hair. Ah!
3: <laughs> well, that would mean implying that he has to grow way more hair to do that. with though. Yeah, I, unfortunately,
2: it's it's all migrating south. You know, it's it's decided to come down to the front instead. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> it happens.
2: And all the ladies ask,
1: "Does the drape match the carpet?" Oh my god. <laughs>
0: Um, Mark, can I get you to say that line right underneath your name on the notes? Can I get you to do that?
2: Oh, let me go up okay. to the scroll name up, on the notes. Scroll up. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> live from Brett, live from Betnik. It's Fridus and Nine. Hey! I completely screwed that up, didn't I?
0: <laughs> of course, our show is sponsored, uh, in part by our wonderful new Patreon supporters, uh, Fran Shergold, Jace Warren, and Adam Rainbow as well. As our corporate sponsors over at TweakedAudio.com, some fantastic uh, headphones they've got over there, guys. If you're in the market for some uh, some brand new headphones, you should check out Tweaked Audio. They've got uh, their their headphones are are uh, extremely durable, and the uh, audio quality and clarity is is second to none. Um, they've got like a twenty thirty dollar uh, price point. Over there at uh, tweakedaudio.com, and really, that's pretty much all you pay because their shipping is free. Doesn't matter where in the world you live, as long as they, uh, as long as you're ordering off their website, they'll ship them to you for free. So it's it's super convenient. Uh, it's a fantastic product. They've been back at us for for years now, and uh, just to sweeten the deal, uh, we got a um, we got a deal for you. It's thirty percent off of their um, off of your entire order at tweakedaudio.com. Thirty percent off just use our code off the record all one word off the record all one word at tweakedaudio.com. and uh, of course our other sponsor which goes hand in hand with uh, with tweaked audio is audible audible that's how you spell audible um, they they uh, they they're great <laughs> well, <not laughs> right. they're great so go to them guys uh, no so so um so audible right what do they do uh audiobooks. They 're all about audiobooks they 've got uh, what, what would you say Liz millions literally of of uh, of uh, audiobooks as a selection yeah, at least
1: hundreds of thousands
0: yeah hundreds hundreds of thousands is probably a little bit more accurate, but um, hundreds of thousands of audiobooks over at audible trial. Uh, excuse me, at, over at Audible. And uh, they do have a, a free trial over there. Uh, you get one month free. Of course, if you use the link we're giving you, you'll help support the show. And that is audibletrial.com Quest Gaming Network. If you plug that in, you're going to get a free audiobook. You can try out their service. And uh, with your tweaked audio headphones and a free audiobook, when you're not listening to Elder Scrolls off the record, uh, you've, you've got something wonderful to entertain you in whatever it is that you're doing. Uh, so so head over there to Audibletrial.com slash quest gaming network. Get your free audiobook, use your tweaked audio headphones. Remember 30% off with our code off the record. Free shipping, fantastic products. Uh so thank you, thank you, one and all, for our sponsors. Um, there's uh, there is more, of course, but um uh, yeah, I kind of had an issue this week. I couldn't get into iTunes. So <laughs> listen, I know you're out there, folks. Uh, for those of you who did, give a, who did give us an iTunes five-star review, uh, thank you. Okay, uh, next week, um, or next episode of Elder Scrolls Off the Record, we're going to get you your shout-out, all right? So so I do apologize this week. It, it did not come, but we know you're there. I, do, uh, I am very thankful for it, and uh, next week, we'll, we'll shout you out. Anyway, I've been talking way too long. Rob, please take this away. What are we doing tonight? We are talking Elder Scrolls franchise
5: entertainment, and that would be uh, Elder Scrolls Online, uh, some topics. We also have uh, some gameplay from Skyrim, but the big elephant in the room right now is the uh, Road Ahead for 2016, uh, released by game director Matt Firer. Uh, also, we have uh, our top 10 most visited places in Skyrim. Um, And a uh, new addendum to the uh, uh, agenda is uh, ESO Live was today, and uh, we do have some copious notes Mm -hmm. that were taken uh, regarding uh, ESO Live. Copious. Um, Moving on to uh, Tamriel's Rumors, possible DLC after the Dark Brotherhood. Uh, Plus, we have a crafting table, a possible Rage of the Week at a Random
0: Moment of My Choosing, and your emails. Uh, So before we get into anything else, uh, we've got something quick to mention. Ain't that right, Mike?
3: Yes, we do. Uh, What's in the water over at Zoss? This is the big question. (laughs) What? We found out today (laughs) that the community team is in the throes of baby mania. Today on ESO Live, Gina Bruno announced that she was having a baby girl. And Kai and his wife are expecting a baby boy. And Jess Folsom has just returned from maternity leave with the addition of a baby girl to her family. Uh, And part of the members of Quest Gaming Network. We would like to extend our congratulations to all of them on their new family member additions.
0: Quite productive people. Uh,
3: reproductive people, I think. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll tell you what. If, if, if the human race goes complete to crap, alright, and we need people to repopulate the Earth, you can count on two companies, folks. ZeniMax Online Studios and QVC. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm sad that Quest Gaming Network was not part of that list.
0: Well, Liz, um, I guess that's probably good for you. <laughs> <laughs> mm. And Shaleen, who is, by the way, hello chat room uh, in YouTube. Thank you so much for joining us. And hello, and in, in, our, in our chat room, another, one of our uh, lovely hosts over at uh, Fallout Off The Record. And I do believe Rick McVick might be in our chat room as well. Yes, i saw him earlier. Around. So uh, hello to hello to our fellow our uh, fellow sister Bethesda podcast here, huh? How you like that? Anyway, um, we've got a lot to cover, and we're like 17 minutes into the show. So thank <laughs> you, podcast listeners, for we're catching up uh, your um, your patience. But yeah, we are catching up. Anyway, here we go. Discussion. In their tongue is no vacuum. Dragonborn. Game director Matt Firer outlines the road ahead for 2016 in a stunning move that's pitted man versus mayor. Matt Firer, game director of Elder Scrolls Online and longtime Argonian rights activist, la- not really, laid out what we can expect and not expect for 2016. So let's get into it. Um, now, we've got uh, basically we just ripped this right off the site. Um, some of it we paraphrased. A lot of it we quoted um for for obvious reasons, okay, we don't want to say the wrong thing and if Matt Fire is saying something, uh best just to leave it to what he said and conjecture uh may floweth from. Um Mark, we haven't heard a whole heck of a lot from you so far, good sir. Uh maybe just throw out the uh the first couple of uh bullet points there.
2: Sure, not a problem. So Looking for Group version 2.0, which will go live with the Thieves Guild update. This will fix some long-standing problems with our Looking for Group system and allow players to create groups faster and more efficiently. All future DLC will continue to use player level scaling to ensure that players of all levels can play in the same zone together, as we do with Imperial City and Orsinium enable text chat on consoles later this year to help players if they wish to communicate zone-wide with other players have easier access to emotes and be able to chat with others using text instead of voice this will be optional and we will continue to fu- uh, fully support voice chat on consoles as the primary means of communication work <clears throat> sorry work on a lo- work on a looking for a groups uh, for guild system as well as updates and fixes to make it easier, uh, make it easier manage player to manage player guilds. All right, so let's
0: let's leave it at that for just a second. Uh, quick, uh, quick blurb here. Okay, they're uh, they're they're relaunching the uh, the, the uh, LFG system with thieves guild. That's not really news. Uh, we knew that, but hey, if it's the first time you're hearing it, it's news to you, of course. Um, then they're saying that all future uh, DLC uh, is going to have the player level scaling that we've seen when they say player level scaling they're also they're referring to what we're seeing now with Orsinium. just so you get an idea text chat guys on consoles text chat that is coming that is announced and of course uh, a looking for guild system Rob um, I want to get reaction from you on any or all of these points go ahead for looking for group version 2.0
5: Thank you, because this has been something that, uh, you know, Zenimax has claimed over the past several months, that they have made changes to their looking for group tool, but the player base is saying, really? It's still kind of busted. Um, And nobody, I'm not going to say nobody, because that's an overgeneralization, but the the overall, uh, I guess, Attitude towards uh, ESOs looking for group tool is that it's not used because it, it's not dependable. Right. Um, they sit in queues forever to get into groups and if, if they even find a group. So many,
3: many people just
5: would rather shout it out in zone chat. Um,
3: so two things they did talk about on today's ESO Live with this concept. One is a looking for random dungeon group finding extension. Ooh. So you'll be able to just queue up for any dungeon, so whatever group forms first would be the one you'd get slotted into. Um, And then the other was that they said is that there's no ETA, so uh, no estimated time of arrival, uh, but they do want to work on a uh, cross-alliance grouping tool. Oh, that's uh, nice. Yeah, That's nothing anytime soon, though. But they did touch on both of those uh, as to the uh, grouping things to look forward to.
0: Um, when it comes to them saying anything and then saying, uh, but no ETA, I think we can reasonably expect sometime between now and the beginning of 2017. Um, because they, and we're going to mention this later on, Matt Fyra does say that there is DLC updates coming after the Dark Brotherhood, which is slotted for Q2 of, of this year. So we could have something like that by the the end of this year, or it could end up being um the uh, spell crafting debacle which we'll we'll get into in a bit um okay so 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 uh looking for guild system that sounds interesting um Liz do you think we need something like that in the game
1: it's nice um it is i i think it's a nice commodity to have honestly it would be very nice to know um if so if one of our listeners forgot that they could contact us in game by you know. Our usernames or whatnot, uh, they could just type in, hey, quest, and then enter, and then it'll be like, hey, you know, th- that would be really nice for them uh, to show up as one of our keywords or something like that, yeah, or just point. ESOTR. Yeah. That would be really, really helpful.
0: It would. That, um, that's a fair point. I, I like that. It's, it's definitely good. Um, Mark, let's let's jump back to you for the next couple of bullet points, please, sir.
2: Sure. Not a problem. Uh So he goes on to say that uh, removal of veteran ranks is scheduled for second quarter of 2016 with the Dark Brotherhood update. The champion point system will then at level 50 plus be the main vehicle to further customize your character's power and abilities. We will continue to slowly raise the champion point cap over time as we add more content. The cap is currently set at 501 champion points, which I know I am way above. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's, okay, the beard, it? oh, it's the God. beard, isn't <laughs> it? Not even close. Uh, I think I'm maybe at like 120, maybe.
3: Yeah, slacker.
0: This guy grows yeah. a beard and all of a sudden becomes a Chuck Norris
2: of Tamriel. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, now this is the 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 Mark instead of Chuck Chuck Norris memes are going to start, right? Yes, exactly. Because that'd be cool. That'd be I'd be totally behind that. I,
0: I'd be behind it too. Are you kidding yeah. me? That'd be amazing.
3: <laughs> okay, so Mark uh, and expect- Rage got into a fight.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we will slow. We will continue. to... Sorry. Uh, yeah, expect Thieves Guild update to be on the place on the the public test server by early February uh 64-bit support will come with the thieves guild update as well as a host of other fixes unannounced gameplay and story elements are coming to the dark brotherhood update in Ooh. the quarter okay let's leave it right
0: there um number one okay removing veteran ranks is scheduled for quarter two with dark brotherhood uh then the champion point system is basically going to be uh how you customize your character really no news right there. I mean, we've we've heard that before. It's good to hear it again. It's good to hear the resolve uh, after the new year that they are still doing this. Um, Question. Yeah,
1: I thought that they had said it was going to be the first quarter.
3: Yeah, so that was the big news there, is that from Q1 to Q2. They they were bumping it back. With the champion points, the first raise is also going to come in Q2, so they're thinking 51-ish points uh, per DLC, starting with the Dark Brotherhood. So we're not going to see a Champion point cap cap up, uptick until we get to the Dark Brotherhood.
1: Right, I thought they said like five points, maybe not. Okay,
0: that's good yeah. then. That's good to hear. Yeah, now that you mention it, I remember when we were last talking. Yeah, <laughs> we were saying, is this uh, quarter one for removing the veteran ranks? Like, is that right. gonna is that gonna be it? Um, okay, so let's let's just stay on this for just two seconds, Mike. Moving it from quarter one to quarter two, okay? And I'm talking about removing the veteran ranks. Yeah. Good thing, bad thing. And and then aside, do you even think it'll be quarter two?
3: Um, I think so, but you know, I think the, they're really taking their time with this because they have to figure out how to make sure that currently, if you're like a VR-12 and they move remove the VR system, that you don't lose access to all of the current VR-12 gear that you currently have, or when you go into Orsinium or the Thieves Guild DLC or the Dark Brotherhood DLC, that you get appropriate gear, even though you're battle leveled up to, you know, whatever number of, however they're going to do the battle leveling. Because that's the other thing, is that when they battle level you up to, you know, whatever it's going to, however it's going to work, right now they battle level everybody up to VR-16, you know, do they give you champion point bumps that you don't really see? So they haven't gone into what all the mechanics of, you know, the uh, locking of the content with, um, you know, the removal of the champion points. Right. So they want everybody to feel like their current, if you're a VR 12 or a VR 14 or a VR 16, they want your character to feel the same way after they remove those VR levels. So, you know, they've got to do it, you know, take their time with it, do it really smart. Otherwise, you're going to get people just losing their mind if, you know, all of a sudden, you know, they're 30 points less or, you know, 300 points less in health. And, you know, their damage goes down by 10 percent. You know, they will lose their mind. Oh, yeah.
0: And, and, you know, you said it. You said it earlier. They're taking their time with this. And that's a good thing. Okay, from them moving Q1 to Q2 on this. Um, which I was, you know, obviously just reminded of um, that. That is a very good thing, uh, and I'm I'm happy to see that. I don't know, has there been any, um, you know, hustle and bustle uh, about you know people uh, being upset about that? I, I wouldn't imagine so.
5: I think that there is a little bit of disappointment that it's not going to happen as soon as they uh, had originally forecasted. Um, but overall, I mean, the the fact that it is still coming. Yeah. And, and that Zoss is reiterating that, you know, first, the veteran ranks are still going away. Second, they are not increasing the veteran rank at all before they go away. That seems to have quelled any type of animosity towards this announcement.
0: Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, that's good to hear, of course. Uh, Mike, I want to stay on you for, for this. Okay. Um, unannounced gameplay story elements coming to Dark Brotherhood recorded to 64 bit support coming to uh, coming with thieves guild update as well as fixes expect the thieves guild on the pts early february that's news
3: reaction from you mike on that so i want to hit on the 30 or the 64 bit because i didn't understand what this really meant until i don't either ends. okay so <laughs> yeah. what ends up happening is they've put in a lot of features that as pc players we automatically have seen facial animations emotes things like that that you know, we take for granted. Uh, The Mac is running 64-bit, and so a lot of the stuff that they've implemented, the Mac can't run. So by putting in this 64-bit support, uh, it allows a lot of the features that right now are being locked out of the people playing on Macs to be able to be played on the Macintosh system. And for those of us that are running, you know, Windows 10 64-bit, it will allow them to unlock those also for those on the PC that uh, things that they've implemented that we've never seen if you're not running if because they lack the 64 bit support.
0: Did they say on ESO live today uh, what sort of features that might include? A lot of animations, I guess. Okay. Yeah, they were
1: talking a lot about the facial animations. They were really excited about 64-bit stuff, and I was like, "That means nothing to me because I have no idea."
0: <laughs> Speaking of excitement and new animations, isn't there like a new dance, like a like a Meridia dance or a De Bella Bella dance? The yeah. dance. Who's excited about De Bella dance? I don't it was so know,
3: funny I... because we were in the 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 Rosie Lion, <laughs> and I said they should have a De Bella dance, and we were all like, "What would it be? What would it be?" And then the next day, somebody's like, "Oh my god, did you see this post?" And uh, I think it was Tim. And he's like, you know, you should play at the lotto. And I'm like, oh, my God. Because, <laughs> you, know, you know, we came up with some dirty stuff. It's a that, you twerk.
1: Know, this... It's got to be a twerk. It's... And come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.
2: All right.
0: So this is a quote here from uh, from the man himself, Matt Fire. Quote, besides the major DLC packs, other features we are working on include scrolling combat text, which, we, which will go live with the Thieves Guild DLC in quarter one. Character nameplates, the ability for console players to display their character name instead of their PlayStation Network ID or Xbox Live Ooh. gamer tag, among others. Longer term, expect to see information about systems like a character customization shop. So you can change your character's gender, appearance, name, etc. Player housing and other systems that we'll announce in the future. We'll have much more information about all of these as the year progresses. End quote. Um, again, no no real news coming out of out of this, um, with the exception. I don't know if we heard about the nameplate thing.
1: Uh, we may have talked about, or yeah, we may have we may have discussed it. They may, may have discussed it, but I think it's been brought up. I just wanted to yeah. say congratulations to the people that are on ESO live for your cultivated um, eloquence. Uh, you worded things. Very very well today. <laughs> I was just really really impressed. Yeah, with the, the way they did it because you have to speak in broad generalizations, but you also have to be specific enough for people to understand and not rip you apart for it. And I think they did a really good job.
0: Oh, that's that's I good mean, to it, hear. It's
1: an art, and um, they mastered it today.
0: Uh, speaking of speaking of, uh, while while we're throwing kudos out, okay, kudos to you guys because uh, I unfortunately though I was off today from work um, I was unable to be there for ESO live. Uh, so so any information coming from ESO live today is actually because uh, you know um, Mike, Rob, Mark, Liz, they they were there uh, getting this information so so I didn't have to say to you to you listeners um, listen, we don't have this information. I'm gonna go check out the video and then make another podcast during the week just to inform you folks the proper way. Like I, I usually like to do. So, um, we're a team here and this, this episode is, is a a huge uh, example of how, how well we work as a team. So, so kudos to you guys and and thank you for, for digging in there and getting that information for us. Um, Okay, so so that was that was kind of like a like a like a big block of, of text there that, that Matt Fire just kind of dumped on everyone. Um, you know, uh, let's let's jump over to Rob on this one. Uh, Rob, is there anything here that you want to stick on for just a few moments and, and sort of highlight? Um, I mean, the the fact that
5: they mentioned that unannounced gameplay and story elements coming with Dark Brotherhood. The the way that that's worded. I, I like, and I, I, I have to I have to give props to Matt Fire for that, because what he's just done is he has opened the door for speculation. Yep. So players are going to be thinking, oh my gosh, okay, so what is going to be coming with the Dark Brotherhood? A- anything that they have, ha- unannounced gameplay, meaning that they haven't spoken about it at all. You know, like the, the, the inner child in me is hoping... That oh maybe possibly that the uh, you know the uh, the spell crafting system will be included but now they kind of announced that already oh. and, and plus that's like way out there so you know that makes me excited because it gets my brain going you know thinking all right well if there's systems that they haven't spoken about what could they possibly add to the game I know I know don't
1: don't think about it too much because then whatever happens you're going to be disappointed that's my I know advice for anyone. Any kind of speculation. Whatever (laughs) happened
0: to predictability? The milkman, (laughs) the paperboy, (laughs) and even TV. Ah. (laughs) Everywhere you look.
3: (laughs) Well, speaking of speculation and the Dark Brotherhood. Yes! There was a, a throwaway line that I don't know if people caught when they were listening today. During Brian Wheeler's Alliance War news section, he said, the PvP portion of the Dark Brotherhood DLC. And i just like, what? It was like an offhand comment, and like you know, there was like almost like a dead silence afterwards, and then like they they quickly changed. So I'm wondering if that means that with the DLC for the Dark Brotherhood that we will be able to take out contracts to off each other off. But
1: I think, uh, from what I understand, I was getting ready for work when I heard this, so I wasn't paying full attention. But what what I understood from that was they're not going to be able to do it in PVE, but maybe in PvP. Right. Right.
3: Hmm. Yeah. So I wonder if that zone will be a PVP zone. Hmm. Hmm. Flagged PVP zone. That so there's would something make to speculate sense. about for the next 5 months.
0: <laughs> that would make that would make sense <clears throat> uh given given the fact that they said Gold Coast tacked onto to Cyrodiil. Right, cuz you were hoping that Dar- Dark Brotherhood was going to take place
3: in what like Black Marsh Murk-Mire. or something? Yeah. Merkmire. I was hoping it was going to be the Shadow Scales quest line but uh you know they're putting it on the gold coast which was like hmm that's kind of strange
0: yeah and maybe it's a maybe it's a te- yeah oh. Um, oh 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 speculation oh yes i like to the- All right oh so- <laughs> <laughs> all right uh liz liz uh these these last um several uh bullet points here right after uh matt Fiverr's uh large large quote if you could please comic next. Uh, um Starts with There Are Plans. There are
1: plans for DLC after the Dark Brotherhood, but the news will come later this year. We just talked about that. Uh, Fan events are coming to PAX Prime, PAX East, and Gamescom. So start making travel arrangements, and more info will be coming as the events get closer. And what we just uh, talked about a little bit, the justice system for PvP is out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so this I is take a big back bummer. what I said a minute ago. Uh, Fire says it's proven to be too difficult and too exploitable to implement. That's what we've been saying all. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, more updates will become. More updates to Cyrodiil are coming to address the lag, but it's slow going because Zos can only update the live servers, citing that it's impossible for them to simulate the live server activity uh, internally, uh, thus not knowing with any accuracy if an implemented change will be effective or not. Uh, another round of changes is on its way shortly quotes and stay tuned also in quotes uh spell crafting is back on the back burner for now it's a fun and interesting system but not in our current plans to bring you in the coming year we really like the design and what it contributes to the game though so we'll do what we can in the future to make it happen and to do it right
0: all right. So, so uh briefly stated, okay, uh more info on Dark Brotherhood coming later in the year. Hey, they're coming back to fan events, uh PAX Prime, PAX East, Gamescom. Uh Justice System. Here's the big one out of this, okay? The Justice System PVP is out. No more uh will uh do they have it planned out where, you know, we're going to be able to hunt each other down. If someone steals something from somebody in game, uh, you will not be deputized uh, to go and to go and in, in, in seek that person out and get them. That's that has been canceled. Okay, um, so
1: is that PvP within PVE? Is yes. that what they're talking about? Yes, yes. Okay, that,
5: that, yeah. that is what that was going to be. Basically, uh, if you remember a while back, several several you know months ago, where they had said that if you had uh, or if a player had gotten caught by the guards doing something. Then there was like a special tabard that these enforcers, air quotes as they they call them, would be able to wear these tabards, and they could actually jump in and assist the guards in apprehending these criminal players. Uh, that that is the system
0: that has been scrapped. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, I don't know. I, did anyone not see this coming? I. I'm pretty sure we suspected it yeah um, i mean it's
1: yeah, been, it's been so i'm, I'm not talked surprised about the exploitable
5: yeah I'm, I'm not surprised yeah i mean it it's one of those one of those things that it sounds like a great idea but when you actually take a step back and look at it there's going to be so many problems with that yeah um and just like he said uh it's going to be ex- you know extremely exploitable you know that there's you know there's going to be um lots of ganking going around
1: lots of uh, on purpose uh yeah. justice system building up because you could get together with a friend of yours and be like oh i'll be on this side okay i'll be on this side And yeah.
0: Then, yep. yeah. you got to keep in mind mm-hmm. that with the champion system being being the the way to go uh or the way they are going rather um for for character uh customization i mean it really is gonna suck if you're like you know if you're if you're a thief and you go out there and you steal something and then, you know, someone who's got a ridiculous amount of champion points mm-hmm. happens to be in town and says, you know what, I'm going after that guy. I mean, it, it's it's the, it's not going to be fun at that point.
3: Someone stole your sweet rule.
0: <laughs> right. It
1: would be good if, if this was a, a nice world where everybody played by the intended rules, but people aren't going to do that, so. No, of course no. not.
0: Of course not. Um, so that's that's one. Uh, number, number two, <clears throat> um, PvP does not belong in an Elder Scrolls game, <laughs> okay? I, I'm sorry, that's my opinion, okay? But PvP does not belong in an Elder Scrolls game. It's there, it's fun, that's great. However, it shouldn't be in this game. And and to have it in, in the, in quotes, PVE world, where everyone is trying to quest, is gonna be an absolute pain in the neck. Don't believe me? Go to Darkspear and World of Warcraft server, all right? Back in 2004, 2005, that was a pain in the ass. So, so look, I'm actually happy that this is being taken out, it, and uh, I think it's a smart move. Is it disappointing? Hell yeah, it is. Okay, but you know what? PvP shouldn't be in this game anyway. It's impossible to balance for. When you have an Elder Scrolls game, customization is the name of the game, and customization and PvP is balance issues galore and now you're going to tell people hey go out there and quest hey go out there have fun hey go out there and steal and oh by the way if you get caught by this guy over here who's got a tremendous amount of champion points you're going to be a bug on a on a windshield on a car going 120 miles an hour
3: <laughs> well just to give you an idea you know logging into uh ESO live today and you know you have the chat up for a few minutes there just the amount of spam get rid of snipe get rid of night blades kill this thing balance this it's like oh my god you know in the end, I really think that it should be just like pick your weapons and go out there and fight. You know, no skills, no champion points, no no nothing. You get your armor and your weapons, and that's it. Yeah. See, kids, uh,
1: that's what happens when you when you complain too much about something and don't just learn how to play. Uh, you get things taken away from you. Every parent will tell you that.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yep. and that's what it's come down to is that. They want to nerf all this stuff. So then when you get into PvE and, you know, you go and you use the the snipe ability, which is, you know, for what it's intended to, it does next to no damage. And it's like, well, now all of a sudden, nobody but the Templars are functional in PvE.
0: It's 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 a real, it can be a real issue. The, <laughs> the chat room is saying, oh, Varwin uh, just made, uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> sorry, he just, uh, Varwin just made Cypher cry. And you know, look, I, I like Cypher. He's a good dude. Uh, he's a nice kid, um, and he's he's fantastically uh, um, brilliant at, at PvP. But um, you know, I, I'm sorry. It's just my opinion. I re- it's an Elder Scrolls game. I don't think PvP should be in it. Um, yeah.
1: Uh, when you said that, all I could think was, oh, he's just going on one of these things. Just let him go.
3: <laughs> and then I was like, no. Nah. Liz rolls her
1: eyes. Yeah. I. I. Real. Well, I did. Yeah.
0: Well, go I don't know. It. I mean, do you disagree with me? Uh. Do yes. You, do you think that you think it's that- an
1: online game? Yes there should be pvp okay
0: well i i don't think that that's a a bad reasoning to be honest with you i mean you know it is
1: an online game why be online
3: good point solid But i don't think they should balance it for both pve and pvp they should separate them and balance the pvp for what it's intended and let the pve just go wild and crazy yeah you know if i want to cast down a fireball that splits Nern in half let me do it (laughs) just not in Cyrodiil.
1: <laughs> well, how would they do that? I uh, I think the only thing that you can think of re- realistically would be to have different gear sets and then that was that's against what they said from the well, beginning is that we won't have separate gear sets. Listen, so, I mean, you know, so the, many
3: of the PVPers don't PvE or don't want a PvE, and so many of the PvEers don't want a PVP.
0: Guys, let me just butt in. They
3: might as well just split it. Let
0: me butt in here for a second, okay? I mean, you know, the the discussion is not really, you know, should or should this not be in the game? Um, I mean, you know, it's, I, it, it's gonna, we're gonna get off on a huge tangent on this, and and uh, you know, Liz brings up a fantastic point, and I'll leave it, I'll leave it at that. We'll give, we'll give, uh, we'll give her side the the final word on it. Um, he, but, but only to, to cut that off, uh, only to bring up the, the big, <laughs> the big, what, what are you laughing at me? I'm sorry. No,
1: you're, you're doing it because you're like, let's just end this and sell, tell her she won. Well, only, well, no, I mean, it's
3: <laughs> Crown her Empress right now.
0: <laughs> I, I, no, I mean, uh, I, I, we could go on and on, but I mean, the fact is, is that you're not wrong. I mean, it is an online game and PVP should be a part of it. However... It is an Elder Scrolls game, and PvP should not be a part of it. And it's just it's a it's a it's two sides of an argument that's just a stalemate because both are actually right. Um, so, I mean, what are you going to do? Uh, I mean,
1: <laughs> well, what I was thinking when you were keep saying that, and I'm like, well, you know what? I find unfair when I go into Skyrim and I accidentally kill a chicken, and then my head's on a platter. <laughs> well,
0: don't kill like, the chickens. Not fair either. Just don't do that. Um, but oh, and, and and it's a it's a it's a fantastic discussion. I love I always love having the discussion, which is why I always you know act like a jerk and bring it up. But <laughs> um, but only we, we got to cut it off only because uh, we've got this this uh, gigantor point that we do need to sort of elaborate on, and that is that spellcrafting's on the back burner for now. Now, All
1: right, because that's exploitable, too.
0: It sure is. I mean, Liz, yep. what uh, what do you got on that one? Um, I know I was looking forward to spellcrafting. We haven't heard a whole, we haven't heard anything from, from it for, for a while, almost a, over a year now. Yeah. Um,
1: oh, well, what do you expect? I mean, in Oblivion, I had spellcrafting, and I was like, well, I'm just going to level up by doing a one second, you know, uh, five magicka. Spell and I'm going to do it over and over and over again. And as long as I'm near an enemy, it counts. And you know that's how I leveled up a lot of things. Yeah, um, just running through the fields, just casting like chameleon. And uh, is
0: what well, like Laura oh. Ingalls running through the the fields, Liz? Was that it was
1: kind of cute. It was like the Little Mermaid. running
0: Pigtails through. bopping around and your sundress? I did have
1: pigtails. My ass was hanging out at the bottom of my my uh,
0: outfit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Not sure that if that speaks to tape. the size of the dress or whatever.
1: <laughs> it was one of those that I didn't realize how short it was when I bought it in my skanky uh, uh mod thing. It was the one that made the asses of the week in uh whatever you got or Sunday butts. <sighs> Speaking of
0: asses of the week, I'll nominate myself as an ass of the weeks for bring, <laughs> for bringing that up. <laughs> um Listen, uh, spellcrafting. It is. It is. Uh, it is on the back burner. It is not canceled. Is is anyone surprised by that? No. I know people are disappointed. I'm no. disappointed. People are disappointed. No one's surprised. Mike, um, in regards to ESO live and all the bullet points that we've we've covered, um, can you elaborate on what else is going on? What else did okay. they say today? So,
3: on the seven pages of notes here, I'm going to cover a couple things here. Sure. <laughs> um, so, one of the things that they talked about uh, in Matt's uh, section was. The items bind on pickup. Um, so a lot of people with Arsinium are really annoyed with this because it really destroys the player economy. So uh, in an update, they want to try and figure out a way to uh, make it so that the content um, and the players for crafters, that they now out-level the materials and the stuff aren't that right now is bound will become tradable. Um, so they're also looking at making high-level versions of older things, examples like the Warlock set uh, that right now, you know, it's, I think, it's maxed out at like VR 12 or something like that okay. to make it so that uh, it will scale up to the Ruby level. Oh, nice. Uh, like so that. they're looking at that kind of stuff so that, you know, more of that kind of stuff can be put back into the uh, economy. Um, when they remove the VR levels, they want to make sure that uh, the items and the crafting are adjusted to accommodate for it uh, so that we don't lose what we currently have. Uh, In second quarter, one of the big things that they mentioned, uh, they plan to have uh, the crafting bags. So for those people with ESO subs, you will have infinite space for your crafting mats. As long as you have a sub. Mm -hmm. So They had Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff listed for quarter two, so quarter two is looking amazing. I can't wait for the next ESO live to see what they're going to do with the Thieves Guild, because they talk so much about quarter two that it's like they forgot that the Thieves' Guild is even coming.
4: Hot
2: They're damn.
3: talking about character slots in quarter two. So you'll be able to go from eight to more than eight. <laughs>
2: wow. Wow. Now, the, the, thing with the, the thing with the crafting bag is the one thing that comes to me straight away is, so what you're saying is I don't need bank space anymore.
3: No, <laughs> you don't need alternate bank characters. Like I no, have but a, they a see, character that's... that just holds the food. But yeah, that's I guess that, that's is. the
2: thing. Is then why then why do I need bank space at all? How good, about if, good, if, um, if no good point, Mark? Someone out. get him a ball gag. <laughs> 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 just
0: shh,
3: shh, shh. it's quiet. Just let it happen. Let it
0: happen. Let it happen.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, okay. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> uh, we touched on the barber Shop <laughs>
3: That's coming, uh, which will allow for race, name, appearance changes, but not uh, switching your alliance. Uh, so that is coming quarter, I believe quarter two. Oh, they said. God,
1: I've got to get a parody out before that, yep. then.
3: Uh, <laughs> it's,
1: I've got one about that, or a few, actually.
3: Uh, Dragon Star Arena will not be scaling anytime soon. Sorry, Good. Matt. Uh, and then that was the end of Matt's stuff. Uh, really, we covered most of it in the points here. Uh, he elaborated a little bit more on some of it, but nothing, you know. Nothing crazy. All right. But, um,
0: um, what else happened in, in ESO Live then um, that so, you, you want to you bring up?
3: Uh, February, for, the first week of February, look for the winners of the Million Reasons. Uh, there was a lot of dead airtime okay. because they then showed a lot of the uh, tweets for Million Reasons. Wait, when you uh,
0: say dead airtime.
3: Yeah, well, so they just put the pictures up.
1: The internet actually, too. Yeah,
3: the internet went out, and all they did was just show some of the pictures of Million Reasons to Play. <sighs> Uh, on the screen and nobody was really talking.
1: Yeah, it was really awkward.
3: <laughs> so <worse. laughs> So, uh but the winners will be announced in February, so you know, look for that uh the thousand people winning 3000 crowns and the million dollar giveaway. Um they acknowledge that Camel Hunter is broken and that they're hoping to fix it soon. What is that? Uh so what Evil Hunter's one oh. um uh variant is called Camouflage Hunter. Oh, I Uh, thought you
1: said Camel Hunter. And I was like, (laughs) is Pina going to have a field day with this or what?
3: (laughs) It's only available in the Red Guard regions. (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) Uh, This weekend, the Bag Space uh, upgrades are 50% off on the Crown Store. Uh, See, they gave away an Ouroboros mug. Gina had Hot Flashes. (laughs) <laughs> uh, bring that uh, it's just in, in. Gina <laughs> has hot flashes Thank you, back to you Mike <laughs> uh, Brian Wheeler talked about a lot of the next couple patches and one of the things with Thieves Guild is going to work on Cyrodiil backend stuff so how the computer and the server talk to each other and call for things like spell effects uh, damage calculations, things like that so hopefully to help alleviate a lot of the lag uh, associated with Cyrodiil right now Uh, You're not going to see any difference, though. Like, if you cast, you know, biting jabs, you're not going to see any difference. But the way your computer talks to the server is supposedly going to change. So, hopefully it works. All right. Uh, Let's see. They're also looking at capturing towns, villages, and districts uh, in Cyrodiil, uh, like you would a keep, so that you could put a spawn point. Uh, They'll have bonuses for it, so you'd be able to capture, like, Chadenhall. and hold but
1: live there. God, that's horrible. (laughs) This is war, Peacock! (laughs) This is war, Peacock! You cannot break an egg without breaking a few eggs. Every soldier will tell you that. Cook will tell you that. God, I messed
3: that up. Uh, Speaking of uh, PvP, uh, they're working on battlegrounds. So the stuff that uh, they were showing uh, off at some of the conventions last year, they're working on a formal version of that. So it'd be, you know, 4v4v4 in in a small area. Uh, but, uh, they did not give a, uh, uh, time on that right now. They said that it is in the re the design review state, whatever that means. So it hasn't even gotten to the point of like them mocking it up computer wise, I guess. Uh, they talked about mm. why they cannot, uh, make certain rules for campaigns. So if you really want to know, like, why can't you implement a, uh, no CP cap for one campaign versus a, no CP cap or no CP at all in another campaign. Uh, you know, go and watch it. Uh, it was a little confusing, but uh, you know, pretty much in the end, each campaign would have to have their own server if they started making a lot of different rules. So uh, they talked about bringing out Tamrielic holidays and themed items for them. Shut there up.
1: You go there. So, you go.
3: Are you serious? So that was kind of cool. Ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> That's epic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there will no, be, there will be no new die categories planned anytime soon. So that was kind of a bummer. Like you know, Aww. when you unlock certain you know things to make new dies. Uh, somebody asked in the ask us anything, where are the Tamriel toilets? And they <laughs> answered that when you go into people's houses, the urns there are actually chamber pots. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. oh,
0: bravo! Oh. So
3: stick so. your hand in and get out of Deuce.
1: <laughs> oh.
3: <laughs> so Watch what you steal! <laughs> wow.
1: Well, they have sewers. I mean, of course they would
3: have. But then they said, "Why don't we have toilets leading into the sewers?" <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, they talked about uh, making a save point uh, for progress in Vet Maelstrom Arena. Ooh. So if you complete yeah. a, a level in vet, in uh, Maelstrom Arena, the Vet level version, you'd be able to log out and save your character at that point, so you won't have to go back and start. From the beginning each time. Yeah. it yeah, sounds
1: amazing.
3: Yeah. 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 I'm all all on that. Uh, they had asked a question about pets with utility features. Uh, they thought about doing it, but then it fell flat because of the best in slot concept. So if you're a dog person and the cat has the best in slot, you'd have to have the cat. So then they said, well, what about training your pets? So it's very low priority be- behind barbershop and housing But it is something they are thinking about. Do we really
0: need that? I mean, do we really need Pokemon and Elder Scrolls? Uh, Uh, No. No, no. Really? People are asking for it. Now, big news for... Some people should just play World of Warcraft and be done with it. (laughs) Wow. What? Am I wrong?
1: No, you're not wrong. I I like what you just said.
0: Oh, well, (laughs) hashtag truth.
2: (laughs) Now I'm just picturing, Scuttles, I choose you. mudcrab, mudcrab, (laughs) mudcrab. Oh.
1: (laughs) <laughs> uh, Mark, so, you had a timeout Big news for hey. Order 1
3: besides the Thieves Guild, we will be getting a 12-player trial so, yes, hey! 12-person trial so, I know that uh, one of our guildmates puts on a Wednesday event we're getting through all of them we're stuck on Sanctum we're going nice. to have something new to do here very soon
0: Oh, that's great news
3: That's um, great news
1: I've never done a trial, I don't think
3: Come I- hang out with us on Wednesdays Hellraa, Aa or uh, Sanctum. Yeah, any, some of any, our heart.
0: any new like you know PVE content is 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 always a good idea. It's always a good thing. It's good to hear you know new stuff new stuff coming in.
3: So speaking of new stuff, we're going to get in the store a pet snake. Oh, okay. All right, so that's coming. Don't care um, for the crafters <laughs> out there. Uh, Malachite is currently available in the store, so they asked. About the laurels and the gold scale, and they're making a universal style item that you'll be able to slot in as any of the upcoming Ooh. or current uh, style motifs that you'll be able to buy. So you know, if you want to make you know the um, mercenary style, instead of having to go collect the item that you need, you'll be able to buy the universal. And just use that.
0: That's actually a really good idea. Yeah. Okay. Let's just... There, wait, hold on. There's that old pain right here. I haven't felt since September. What do I call that? Oh, right. We're watering down crafting a little bit more again. Okay. Oh, yeah. there it is. Okay. That sucks.
3: Yeah, because you'll be able to just buy it instead of actually having to go and either farm it or buy it from a... Uh, Whatever. Um, ...a thing. But they said that's coming, so... Whatever. Whatever. Everyone can buy their pet snake and enjoy it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Snakes. Why'd it have to be snakes?
3: (laughs) So to wrap it up here, uh, this year we will see housing. We will see a barbershop. We will see veteran veteran rank removal. We will see scrolling combat text. We will see nameplates, guild name displays, Thieves Guild on the Dark Brother and the dark brotherhood so
1: well will change that to most likely we'll see
3: (laughs) well they said we'll coming this year that was the the last little bit at the very end they went through a list of things that we will see oh okay Mm -hmm. so
0: i like it i like it very much i think it's uh it's 2016 is going to be a fantastic year for updates and uh here's another thing too most MMOs don't have these types of updates. That is one thing like you've got to throw in Zoss's corner. Um, the the uh, the amount of updates that um, that we have been getting since what the end of the summer um, they, it's been coming uh, fa- it's coming fast and furious and and 2016 looks like it's going to uh, kind of be exemplifying uh, exemplifying that, which is which is good. All right. Um before we move on to our next topic, okay, final thoughts on any of this starting with Liz
1: um, uh, crafting bags and character creation, or character changing oh my god, oh my god
5: (laughs) uh, Rob uh, this looks like it's gonna be a good year, uh, hopefully they can keep up with the, uh, the hops tempo that they uh, they've put out
2: I don't see why
0: not, but yeah, hopefully they can,
2: uh, Mark Looking forward to seeing where this goes. I'm really fascinated by the unannounced gameplay features for the Dark Brotherhood. So mm. Thumb wrestling. I'm forward to that. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. There we go. Thumb
5: wrestling. <laughs> Thumb wrestling.
2: <laughs> and and no Mike. no no the the uh, the dice game from uh, with The Witcher. That's what they're bringing in. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Mike gets the final word.
3: Uh, so I was really surprised at how much about quarter two they talked about. And how little they talked about quarter one and the thieves guild and the stuff coming out with that one. So I'm hoping in the next two uh, ESO lives that we hear a lot more or actually only one because then it'll be on the PTS. Yeah. So we'll be able to see for ourselves. Yeah. So. Very cool. Uh, I was really surprised.
0: All right. Um, next topic. Okay. Our top 10. This is kind of fun. Right, folks? Our top 10 <laughs> must visit places in skyrim hey you know what it's been four years and skyrim is still making headlines and lists on the internet bait click and overly adorned gaming website gamingbolt.com listed their top 10 must visit places in skyrim which to us was a missed opportunity due to the obvious choices and lack of real imagination in their selections nothing against gaming bolt but folks your list sucked uh, though the major <laughs> ci-
1: <laughs> uh, um, okay. though,
0: yeah, though the major cities of the game Are a sight to behold for sure uh, Each one does not deserve their own place On such a list uh, When the game is filled with just you know, Hidden gems Only the true Tamrielic traveler Would gleefully stumble upon So Gamingbolt.com Listen up because here's a list from the pros In no particular order This is our top 10 must visit places in skyrim rob we haven't heard a whole lot from you go ahead want you to just blast out these 10 places sure thing item one lost valley Redoubt.
5: yo yo number two bloated man's grotto and that is not Jabba's palace
0: right right
5: three black reach which admittedly does appear on their list it is a quite a sight to behold.
0: Yes, any list like this that does not include Blackreach, you 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 rip it up, you throw it out in the garbage, and if you can get a hold of the author, you wrap it up and you slap him in the nose with the list like a bad dog.
1: Oh, with Arwen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I Number
1: agree f- with you on that one. Okay.
5: Yeah. Number 4. The Falgonfur. Barrow, well, I, I guess it's a, it's a barrel. Yeah. Number five, Anise's cabin. Number six, Dragon Bridge. Not the town, just the bridge.
0: Yeah, the town's kind of
5: like a one-ho town. So yeah, it's like oh, so like, you know all about it. It's kind of like a crossroads. <laughs> <laughs> I lived the, in Mississippi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the uh, the the bridge is actually really really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Number seven, Mizulft. It's a Dwemer Ruin if you couldn't tell by uh, my dialect. Mm. <laughs> the lack of vowels. The lack of vowels. <laughs> <laughs> number eight. Old Hralden. Mm. Which is apparently an inn haunted by the ghost of Talos.
3: Yeah. That's one of his generals, I think, isn't it?
5: Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know where it is. Mm-hmm. The Forgotten Vale, number nine. And number ten... Fulbthars on Solstheim.
0: Ah, yes. Uh, Now, Mike, you you, uh, added the the first few of these, right?
3: Yep. So, for those that don't know, Lost Valley Redout, as you're heading into the Reach, it's uh, the one with the Bard's Leap. So, if you fight your way all the way to the top, you get to the aqueduct, there's a little bridge, and it prompts you to jump off, a la uh, Assassin's Creed, and hopefully, if you're not a varwin, you will land in the pool, <laughs> and you will survive the, the fall. Uh, if you get, once you do that, you talk to the ghost of a bard, and you get an increase in your uh, speechcraft. Yeah. So it's a cool little Easter egg there that you know you would not know of if you know without really doing everything in the game. Uh, and then, bloated man's grotto. We had talked about this a while back. If you enter Bloated Man's Grotto... This is on the south side of uh, White Run's um, major plain. It's where the mountains are. Uh, as you enter Bloated Man's Grotto... There's some bears and some spriggans, And there's a sword called the Oathkeeper in there... And a little book about one of the last blades... Trying to escape to Skyrim. Now, it's only available... So long as you don't start Met by Midnight... Which is the uh, Hersene's quest. As soon as you start that quest... Bloated Man's Grotto becomes the lair of the werewolf and you lose the ability to get Oathkeeper and the grotto itself changes so that uh, it looks completely different. Mm
4: -hmm.
3: And so it's kind of a cool thing that, you know, if you didn't go in there twice, you would never have known it.
0: Uh, Yeah, very true. Um, When I was reading the original list, uh, I was hoping for Lost Valley Redoubt and Bloated Man's Grotto to appear on the list. I mean, any any place that offers you the final sword from the blades should be on a list like this and it wasn't there Um, however sovngarde was on their list and they're saying uh, in the chat room um, how come sovngarde's not on our list reason why sovngarde's not on our list is because we we believe that uh, a list like this must visit places in skyrim needs to be a group of places okay that are stunning gorgeous And at the same time, is not directly in your path.
1: Oh,
0: okay.
1: guard
3: well, we'll... not
1: we as everyone. I may disagree with this. Okay, all right. If it's part of the main
3: quest, I mean, you're going to be forced to go there, and that's part of the problem. Is that all of the stuff on their list was almost? I think almost all of it was on the main quest route. Correct. Go to this city. Go to that city. Go. You know, and that was the problem. It's like you know, if you have to go there, it's not a hidden gem.
0: Yeah, that was kind of that was kind of the thinking. Now, is Sovengard absolutely beautiful? Yes, it is. Um, but I mean, is it really that much different than say Oblivion when you do the the uh the DLC? Uh, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. Uh we're looking for we we were, we're kind of looking for hidden gems on this. So, so is does Sovengard deserve to be on this list? Yes, it does. But I don't think it deserves to be in a top 10. Maybe a top 20 or a top 25 that's just my opinion obviously liz is, liz feels differently what say you
1: what 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 i say is that this article was was made for the general public and not uh everybody that is very very honed in on you know on this game which i see your point but their point was well you know not graphically the best game ever which at that time i thought well that's full of crap but i i can see where it could improve but um what their point was is that these places are beautiful. It wasn't they're beautiful and they're hidden gems. Mm. So they were just – this is like a general – I had no problems with anything on their list, honestly. Um, and I think if they had picked much of anything else besides maybe one or two uh, that you guys mentioned, then I'd be like, well, that's not a really good article on on the overall game.
0: I can agree itself. to that. What, what, what gets me, though, is – it seems like it was written by a person who doesn 't know the game very well, and if if you're trying to appeal to a general audience i I would think that you'd want to show them these hidden gems because you know um you're they're going to eventually find the places that they listed anyway
1: well, yeah, but also part of it is that you want them to find them on your their own i mean that 's part of the greatness of finding some of these places sure um so he's he 's just like hey. You know, uh this is kind of nice if you're not if you haven't played Skyrim, eh, pick it up for, you know, five bucks for right. an Xbox or something.
3: Yeah. Okay. Well I think the thing, you know, that got me is that we're four years out. This kind of list is what I would have expected to see like, you know, two months after it dropped. You know, this is the kind of list I would expect to see out of Fallout 4 right now. You know, pictures of like, you know, places in Fallout that you have to see. Oh my god, this is amazing. You know, and to be four years out now, twenty something million copies sold. Right. I'm like are you kidding me? You know, you know, dragon. Uh, so you have a problem with keep...
1: just the article's uh, existence, really, because you're like, this is irrelevant.
3: Yeah. And the fact that it made the front page of, you know, the site that you know, picks it up, you know, one of the, the callback sites. It's like, you know, it's right next to like The Force Awakens, Fallout 4, and then there's a Skyrim thing. I'm like, oh, my God, a Skyrim thing. Let me click it. Only to find that really it's like not at all timely at all. Why did it make the front page?
0: and not timely because you know of the the, uh, the selections that they they chose were just so yeah. obvious and so in your way it's like you're going there anyway you know i mean do, does it really the blue need to palace be on list? of solitude yeah <laughs> um so so then of course we've got black reach on our <laughs> list okay that's that's uh, pretty pretty clear and obvious i mean it's a dungeon yeah. and it's the freaking size of a hold uh, and it's absolutely gorgeous in there uh fulgunther barrow that's that's one that i had chosen um you know i put it on the list because it's uh it's a it's a it really is iconic of the kind of uh dungeon that that should uh exist in pretty much every every uh every RPG it's it's filled with traps that you've got to figure out tons of puzzles and then at the end the final boss fight is is um is really an amazing fight it's it's uh it's cinematic and without ever being cinematic and you really don't get that a whole lot in um in skyrim without it being tied to a major a major quest line a, a major dlc uh it's it's pretty awesome um Anise's cabin this is a cabin uh you, you come upon this cabin and it's just a tiny little place but then you go downstairs and you investigate and and you very easily could miss a tiny little red button on the wall when you t- when you hit that button a, uh, a hidden door appears in the cabin, and you go inside this, this hidden door, and there's a, a, a sprawling underground den filled with thieves. Uh, it appears to you very early in the game, Anissa's Cabin, and it really sort of sets the pace for the game going forward. Wait, it's
3: sort I, went, of just, I think you're thinking Pine Watch. Anissa's yeah, Cabin is the Pine one Watch. with the, yeah. the yeah. witch's coven in the basement. Yeah, yeah. Okay. well.
2: Yeah, I was literally about to say, wait, wait there's what down there? Because I've been yeah. down there
3: before. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Yeah. All right. Anissa's yeah. cabin is the Coven of Witches, and uh, Pine Watch is the spell. Watch uh, that dungeon. Yeah.
0: So, so that's obviously that's that's my that's my mistake. I meant Pine Watch. Um, Pine Watch is is uh, not Anissa's cabin. Pine Watch uh, is is what I'm talking about, and um, it really sets the pace for for the uh, the rest of the game going forward. It kind of blows your mind, good and good and early. Um, dragon bridge absolutely gorgeous bridge, and for no reason whatsoever uh the the developers just plopped this bridge they didn 't have to put dragon bridge is gorgeous it 's extremely old and it 's made of dragon bones there is no uh there's no rhyme or reason as to why the developers took time to to just take this one section of Skyrim, which is off in the middle of nowhere and and place this bridge there. But it goes to show you the kind of quality that they put into their games, and uh, it, it must have taken them very long time to to get this whole thing arranged. And it looks great; it's a fantastic bridge, um, and it's just a little hidden gem. Mzulf um, Dwimmer Ruins is a huge, sprawling Dwimmer ruin. It's a fantastic dungeon. Again, lots of hidden traps. It's a Dwimmer Dungeon done right. Everything about a Dwimmer Dungeon that you want is exists in Um uh, It's creepy. It's long. Um, it's challenging, and uh, it doesn't quite let up. And and as you go forward, um, it really tells the story of what's going on in there in a visual way, um, which is which is uh, pretty pretty fantastic how it's how it's done. I wish they could all be just like that.
1: They are all just like that.
0: Uh yeah, but Dovhd really takes it a, a step further. Um so it's it's uh, it's pretty it's pretty incredible. And then for for lore nuts out there, Old Raldrin, um the uh, it's an inn hosted uh haunted by the ghost of uh Hjalti, which you find out is is actually the uh is actually Talos. So uh there's a, it's a great little quest that uh, that exists out there and if you haven't done it um and you and you love the the lore of Elder Scrolls uh, I, I highly suggest you going out there and doing it. Um, we've got two others on this list: uh, Forgotten Veil vale and and uh, Vault Tharst. Uh, <laughs> who who, uh, who threw that on there?
2: I, that that one. Those two were me. Okay, go ahead, uh, okay. Mark. Well, Forgotten. I'll I'll admit both of them are in uh, the DLCs. Forgotten Vale is in uh, is in Dragonborn. Sorry, no, it's in Dawnguard. And this is um, as you're completing the quest in that. You end up going into the, the lost veil of the uh, the Falmer. And just, it's it's the one place in the game where I, you know... There have been two places in this entire series where I've, I've literally stepped out of a place and stopped and just stared in awe. It just, as everything just unfolded in front of me. Blackreach and the Forgotten Vale. Just because you step out of the Forgotten Vale, you step out of this dark cave... Into this sprawling valley of just like alien looking plant life and animals, and it's just very fantastic to go into and the other one uh Falbatsar, or however you pronounce that is on solstein and as uh, Liz said, all the Dwemer dungeons are pretty much like one another, but this one has like really sticks out in my head this massive room. With several layers, levels of gears that are all turning, and you need to navigate the room on mm. all these different turning gears. Oh yeah. To yeah, Try and get around.
3: Well, jumping puzzles. Yeah.
2: Yes, yeah. And it was just—it was one of those. While well, meanwhile, while Dwemer ballista are shooting at you. <laughs> yeah. So no, it's just that one really sticks out in my head. It's it. You know, when it
0: was one of the ones that I was I was thinking about putting on the list too, but I couldn't remember the name of it. Um and then uh I thought you know what Zult was was pretty amazing as well, so I'm glad you had it on the list um because I completely forgot the name of that one it's that's one hell of a dwimmer ruin that's one I, hell of a dungeon
2: Mufzult is like the it's the epitome of them, but this it was I found that uh felbetzar just really sort of takes it to the next level of let's do something really different that we haven't seen before
0: yeah, yeah, the idea of a sunken dwimmer ruin's it's pretty it's pretty cool um Liz, you said you're drumming up your own list, right?
1: Well, my list was basically going to list off why why you guys were wrong on your list. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like that's why when I said, "Hey, I just want to let you know," I texted you last night. Hey, I just want to let you know that I have my own thing for this, you know, this list because I, you know, and I'm not going to tell you why. And you were like, "Why well, don't you add it to the notes?" And I was like, "No, I'm not going to." <laughs>
0: Well, what do you got? What do you got? What do you got?
1: Because, like, what I said before is that I, I think you guys are wrong.
0: I, I, okay, I was, Liz, why do article... we have to be right? We don't have to be right. <laughs> you, but, can, know, you can, be just, right it too. Just bugs me because
1: because, uh, what? It's not because a... I don't. I, I when I think of Skyrim, uh-huh. there are a uh, uh, good. You know, awe-dropping or jaw-dropping places of awe in Skyrim. Yeah. I think of Blackreach first, and then I remember the Dread because I didn't want to be underground that long. Oh yeah, was, ugh, ugh, but so, you look up and it's absolutely beautiful. So,
0: if you have, do you have that information with you? I mean, do you have the list? I mean, let's hear it. What do you got? What What's their list or no, what's your your list? My
1: list. No, it can it it contains uh, two places, okay. and that would be Blackreach, even though I hate that dungeon. Uh, I, it was jaw dropping, and the second one was the hot springs because that's hysterical. You come up upon these people <laughs> that are that are picnicking naked,
3: <laughs> with naked. a dragon flying overhead and a giant down the road. Exactly.
1: <laughs> uh, why is this not on your list? Why?
3: Because <laughs> you didn't put it there. <laughs> that would have made it. That would definitely. Yeah, it, it sure as hell would
0: have. That's I'll, okay. That's for I'll put sure. a
1: third one on there. What's what's that city? Markarth.
0: Oh you just yeah! Look
1: up in Markarth, and you're like, "Oh my God, there are like uh, doors to houses." It, this is amazing. And then you're like, "How am I going to get up there?" Because I don't see any stairs. So, <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. but
1: it's it's beautifully done. I'll say that. But everything else in Skyrim, I can't. I forgot that there was there was an area with with trees and, and everything. I just think, oh yeah, a lot of mountains and snow. Uh, okay.
0: Okay. Well, well, listen. I mean, um, you know, the, if there's one thing I object to it's it's uh the the idea that you didn't want to add your own list in here and tell us we were wrong <laughs> I have no problem being told I'm wrong i mean I'm told I'm wrong every single day of 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 my what, working what are
1: you doing life doing for
0: podcasting purposes I, no it's it's makes for great podcasting purposes It makes for a great discussion. Are you kidding me? It's fine <laughs> like i it's cool like you know that's that, why
3: I started the thread on uh, yeah. Twitter there earlier is I was like, you know, what is your top? 10, you know, what, what would you put on a top 10 list? Oh, I haven't
0: been watching
1: Twitter. It
3: was like, you know, it was driving me nuts that it was like, you know, the Blue Palace of, uh, you know, Solitude. And yeah,
1: that was kind of stupid.
3: Yeah, I'm just like, you know, a lot of the places they listed were places that you had to go to anyways. And it's like, it was so dated.
0: Yeah. yeah. Listen. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's a to, problem with the article
0: itself. But. In, in regards to Gaming Bolt, okay, we're, you know, our our opening, uh, my opening speech here was, was obviously tongue in cheek. Um, but, and, and if it wasn't obvious, I, sir, I tried to write it, uh, obviously. So, so, um, you know, but you know, I don't like their list at all. And I know Mike didn't like their list either. He's the one that found the list in the first place and turned it on to me. And I read this list. and I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like this is all obvious stuff. Um, that's what I didn't like about it. I thought it was just all obvious crap. Listen, let's, let's head over to Rob. Rob, finish this off with this one. Okay. Give us, um, We haven't heard from you on this at at all. Uh, Either, uh, you know, uh, one way or the other, or maybe a few items that maybe we we didn't get right. What do you think? Okay. Um, To be perfectly honest, I think one of my
5: favorite uh, places in the game is the lighthouse. I had that Uh, on my list, yeah. uh, I really like the lighthouse because it really is off the beaten path. Like, you have to go out of your way to come across it. Um another one which i mean if you play the dawn guard expansion um it's not the sea of ghosts but it's just basically the north coast that's just a little bit northwest of solitude uh it's out there by the uh, uh by the thalmor um embassy. fortress yeah embassy uh or, or the, not the embassy there's one down there where you have to go get uh one of the uh is it the Grey Mains or the?
1: Uh, yeah, um, it's it's also near a shrine because that shrine is a hell to get. Steam to. Steed shrine. Oh. Uh,
3: right. That gives you a hundred plus pounds of carry weight. Yeah. It's,
1: it's stuff that I, I don't even you know I, it's a shrine I don't even use but I want to get it off of my map. Or <laughs> I want to make it back on my map, <laughs> so I have to go there.
5: But uh, right. but yeah, I I you know th- just that whole coastal area. Um, I really like, for some reason, uh, out there by the Volkahar Castle. Uh, I really like that.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, I would agree. That's one of my favorite places to uh, to hit up when in early in the game. It's pretty cool. You know, you always try and like as a bow and arrow sort of uh, character, you always try and shoot that guy walking across that uh, that bridge that spans the, uh, the the river. That's one of my favorite things. Okay. Uh listen we got I've never gameplay. hit anything with a bow and arrow in a game. Oh you fuddy shit. Shot himself in the foot. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got gameplay next, folks. Right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we are back. Good to be back. Uh, listen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Um, if you disagree with our list, that's good. Uh, tell us what makes your list. Send us an email, Elder Scrolls Off the Record at gmail.com or just leave it in the comments below right here on YouTube. Uh, we're in the gameplay section, and uh, I want to start off with. Um, looks like looks like Rob had to kind of take off uh, for a
2: minute there. So so Mark, uh, tell us what have you been doing in game, man. Oh, well, you know, we've been uh, doing Dances with Jaggers lately, which has always been a blast. I'll let Rob talk a bit more about that, though. Um, really, though, I've been taking a bit of time and going back and playing um, through the Dawnguard expansion again. Mm. And uh, going through the main quest. Um, and I've got again, like, this was why I, I remembered the forgot, or part of the reason why I remember the Forgotten Veil so much. And... I went and, you know, I came out into it and had that. Man, this is really such an amazingly beautiful area. And while I'm not thr- I think my least favorite part of it is the whole glacier thing through the whole uh, Falmer village in it. But the rest of the Vale is just absolutely amazing. And especially this one spot with, um, it, there's a, a frozen lake with uh, a dragon wall on it. Or a word wall on it, and if you go up to the lake, like these dragons break through the uh, the lake itself, and two it start attacking you at once. And as you're fighting them, one of like every once in a while, one of them will then dive into the lake, breaking up the ice even further. <laughs> and it's just it's one of my favorite dragon fights in the game because it's it's so different from all the every other dragon fight. You show up, dragon shows up. The two of you fight. Sometimes he lands. Sometimes he doesn't. Here, you've got two at once, and they keep diving under the water and breaking up the train you're trying to maneuver on.
3: Hmm. Mark, you need a more powerful bow. You should be able to one-shot dragons. Yeah, (laughs) one-shot. Yeah.
1: Okay, I'm glad. I'm glad you said something. I was
3: gonna say I've never seen them break up the ice before because they're both dead.
1: Thank you
2: so much for saying that. Wow, that's a fun. I blow. take my times and enjoy the sight of the beautiful creatures. It's uh, you you know, you're
3: using a sword and board and I have to wait for them to come to you. Basically, yes. <laughs> so Bring what, a fight
2: to them.
0: So what else you got there, Mark?
2: Uh, honestly, that's that's mostly what I've been doing uh, 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 in Skyrim lately. Just sort of going back and enjoying that. Uh, other than that, I've been playing a bit of Fallout Four, but yeah, that's not this
0: show. However, you've been enjoying Fallout Four.
2: I have been enjoying it quite a bit. Quite a bit. Um, still need to get. I, I, I'm kind of far behind on uh, Fallout off the record, but I need to get caught up because I've got a couple of questions to ask them, and I don't want to be an idiot and ask them things that they that they've already answered.
0: Ah, uh, you're talking to That's friends. Fine. I'm sure they won't care.
2: I know, but still,
0: Rob's back and he's got his uh, his gi on. Oh, it's. It's my Jedi robe. It's a Jedi robe.
1: Oh my god, my sim of him is wearing a robe like <laughs> I put him in a robe. <laughs>
0: um so let's celebrate the you fact refner. that uh Rob has rejoined us and let's <laughs> ask Rob. Uh Rob, what have you done in game this week?
5: Okay. Well, I will start off with uh with my Skyrim play. Mm. Um because I actually had a lot of fun in uh in Skyrim over the uh over the break uh a little bit. Uh, I decided for the first time ever to do uh, a true sneak thief, no magic, nothing. That's like, how you do it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, because I mean, typically I-, I played a sneak thief before, but I have always taken illusion magic just for uh, uh for the muffle spell. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, but yeah. but I decided to go like hardcore, straight, just a bow and dual wielding daggers. That is. It and I'll tell you, it's it, it's tougher than I uh, than I originally expected it to be because I mean sneaking in Skyrim is actually pretty simple, um, but when you try to do it first starting out and your main weapon is a bow, the the bow's not very nice to you in the early levels. Yeah, no, it's
3: tough. <laughs> really early <laughs> iron arrows. Times, yeah.
5: So um, and I'm thinking that this uh, this particular playthrough is is going to be another. That um, or, or, or you know something else that I've never done before, and that is a no quest playthrough. Because um, every other huh. time I've always started off, and you know you start in Helgen, you uh, make it uh, make it away from Alduin. You follow. Uh, I always follow Hadvar. Um, <laughs> and not. but but with you know with this one, I made it through because for some reason my Live Another Life mod uh, just seems to get all jacked up and won't let me continue the main quest. But in this particular case, that doesn't really matter. But I didn't start any quests. Like Instead of going to uh, to Riverwood, I decided to turn left at those crossroads, and I headed towards Falkreath. And I just kept going, but I didn't really talk to anybody. It's like I come across some bandits, uh, take them out. Uh, I did Pine
0: Watch. At the roadblock where the, the boulders come down? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a
3: fun little vignette. That. Rage turns left and the Doctor dies. Yeah. Donna. <laughs>
1: see, Rage doesn't get that reference because he's never seen Doctor Who.
5: Yeah, but, you know, I, I try to fake it, but, man, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, um...
0: See <laughs> the Sam Adamson, then. Overly truthful, Rob! But, uh, uh,
5: you know, th- th- that's my playthrough right now. Uh, and I'm gonna see how far I can go before just not having any illusion magic or alteration is just going to drive me to the point where I'm just out of my mind. Oh, you can can do it. No, I'm not going to cheat.
3: Poisons and potions. That's how you do it.
5: Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm learning this. Um,
3: I've got a a poison right now that does 90 points of damage to the enemy's health. It does more than my bow arrows do. (laughs) That's
0: pretty bad. Mike, I don't want to ever piss you off. Holy shit! <laughs> but um,
5: but aside from Skyrim, because I mean, I really didn't do any quests, so there is uh, there really isn't any uh, like anything extravagant to talk about. I mean, like doing Pine Watch is actually pretty fun at like level three. Mm, not in Eisa's uh, cabin, by the way. You're right, no, not not to be confused with niece's cabin. I should be slapped uh, in the freaking face. You really I'm should. An idiot.
1: Your beginning paragraph to that was saying, "Yeah, we're seasoned players," and then
0: he- <laughs> I know, like, what an okay. idiot!
3: God. We're gonna have to go back and edit that whole section out now. No,
0: it should be known how much of a retard I am. Like, I'm surprised
1: no. I'm not oh, walking God, around
0: drooling on my freaking chest like a moron. Like, God!
1: Now you're gonna have to go back. Now and you're gonna edit have to edit that
0: just but um
5: but basically um i mean that 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 was uh that's been my skyrim playthrough haven't uh, encountered any giants and naturally have not encountered any dragons as of yet and i think i was able to get to level 6 6 or 7 something like that um and pretty much all of my perk points are going into the bow cuz the, the the bow just sucks until you reach this threshold and then it just becomes awesome yeah.
3: Without um, you doing the Western Watchtower, you shouldn't actually trigger dragons at all.
5: Right. And, yeah. and see, like, that's the point. I mean, as long as I don't go to Whiterun uh, and, and and talk to Jarl Balgrif, who uh, won't stand idly by while he sits in his throne. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, you know, it, it was a lot of fun. It was a little bit, little bit of uh, frustration because I've always used magic, whether it be Resto or Illusion, uh, anytime I've done a, a quest like this. And, of course, I like playing the spell sword, so I'm usually taking uh, some sort of destruction as well, but this time not doing it at all.
1: May I give you a word of reminder advice because I think you already know this, but get your crafting up.
5: Yes, as soon I, as possible. I always work on the crafting.
1: Yeah, uh, because that's how you do it with the bow. Because I've got a bow that's got like over a thousand without cheats. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Well, clearly yeah. because Mike's telling him to uh, dip his arrows
3: in. in
1: yeah, uh, but the arrows poison. take time to actually, or the the poison. I, I'm like, man, I don't even use that.
3: Shoot, I just look <laughs> at them. Shoot. I just look at them and they die. Yeah.
2: Especially <laughs> once you get to the uh, the enhanced swimmer crossbow. That's just where an arrow yes. so
3: bow. <laughs> That's that, that, no, too slow for me. I, I just the I hand can. I had thing. a bug once on one of the Nordic, uh, cr- the Nordic bows, and it was dropping two thousand points of damage. Mm-hmm. I loaded back the save and recrafted the bow, and it did its like normal like one hundred and fifty points of damage at that level. I'm yeah. like, how did it bug out for two thousand plus points? Yep did you
1: have um Did you have some gear that was enchanted to to uh, get your smithing up
3: when you smithed yeah, but I didn't use like the crazy bug where you're like because oh put the double
1: hat on yeah
3: yeah you've got to take the, what the there's the if you use the unofficial patches, like it gets rid of that bug where if you take the resto potion and you know drink it and then you know put the crafting thing on and craft again and drink another resto po you know I didn't use oh, that I chain didn't know about that, that you can get like crazy damage like in the millions of points of damage. Okay. um but i don't know what it did it, i just regular crafting smith it up uh you know made the enhancements and all of a sudden it was doing two thousand points of damage and i was like you know <laughs> knocking things over like there was no tomorrow i'm like this isn't fun anymore I had to have had a bu- uh, not, not a bug but some kind of it was some type of you. bug yeah that happened okay. so
5: anything else uh anything else there Rob? <clears throat> Uh, not not really for Skyrim. Uh, did did you want me to talk about my ESO gameplay? Yeah, whatever you got, man. Okay. Uh, well, for uh, just uh, over the holidays, uh, a lot of my ESO time was uh, was pretty much going to be taken up by um, by Dancing with Daggers. Sure. Um, there there was one night that we went into the Imperial City and uh, we had a nice large group and we were all in Teamspeak and we had a uh, a lot of fun. Um, I think that was the night I got slapped by my wife because. Um, <laughs> because <laughs> um, we, we, woke we up ended, the kids well, we, we encountered a group of reds in there and uh, I, I was using the sword and board because I was trying to level sword and board up but I had the uh, defensive stance up and I heard uh, well, I heard and saw this, this red player cast um, meteor or comet or, or whatever it is on me uh, and i happened to get my defensive stance up just in time to reflect it back to his sorry ass Ooh. um and uh nice. i i uh <laughs> i lost it and made all kinds of profane statements about Aww. yeah you like that don't you, ah! you know, like <laughs> like, <laughs> like my good, like good sir <laughs> like like a good sir and uh and uh, my uh I ended up getting kicked uh, by my, uh, or my, my chair got kicked by my wife because uh, I probably woke up my kids. Oh, oh, I was there
1: for that. Yeah, that was hilarious.
5: <laughs> 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 but, um, you know, other than that, I think that we, we had an event where we were running around Rothgar a lot. I think trying to do some of the world bosses, um, just helping some, um, maybe do some of the, uh, like, uh, some of the Sky Shards. But of course, um, I, I'm always good for uh, a, a party at the Rosie Lion, mm. uh, which is pretty much what we did last week. Uh, we just kind of hung out. We 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 didn't stream it, I don't think, uh, but we just hung out at the Rosie Lion uh, after running around Rothgar with you guys for classic, and um, that that ended up being a lot of fun. Uh, because the hanging out at the Rosie lion, not actually doing anything in game is a lot of fun.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, those, those little, uh, social areas that are built into the game, which, you know, I, I actually, um, I was showing my mother and father, um, Elder Scrolls online on my, on my PS4. Now that, um, you know, I'm, I, I'm in my house and, uh, I hooked up my PS4 to my TV. So, so they were, you know, they're in my den and, and I'm standing there, I'm like, alright, so now, since I'm in my house, and you're in my den watching my TV, I'm gonna turn on I my PS4, you. and show you Elder Scrolls Online and there's nothing you can
3: do about it
1: yeah, right. this is what you spend all your time doing yeah,
3: yes. milk, drink, out of, uh, drink milk out of the carton so, <laughs> yeah although <laughs>
1: right.
5: uh, although I thought it was funny it was like, uh, almost, like, two days later, after our latest uh, excursion into the Rosie Lion, where, uh uh, where we just stood there for hours talking about stupid stuff that oh. that Zos put out the tweet about the drunk. <laughs>
2: and, oh, yes.
5: And uh, why can't I remember the guy's name? It's like Rossard or something like but that. The
0: drunk guy at the Rosie
5: Lion Inn. The, the drunk guy at the Rosie Lion that oh, is yes. always, while well, we're standing there. As soon as you go in the door, those two tables those are the tables that the daggers hang out at. Yeah. Yeah. And there's always that drunk guy that just meanders back and forth in that area. And uh, like we killed him several times that night, just like we always do whenever uh-huh. we're hanging out at the lion. And then the n- <laughs> like three days later or so, Zost puts out this tweet that, Have you met Rossard at the Rosy Lion Inn? And we're like, this freaking guy.
1: <laughs> 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 okay, uh, uh, do you remember when you ruled an orc? And yes. Arwen and I were, were role playing as br- brother and sister, and I was like, "Go get him, Bane!" You want know? would be like, "I'll be right back. Let me take care of this." <laughs> Freaking hilarious!
0: Well, I remember when we were doing that a couple of weeks ago with um with the uh, the bard that was there. Every time he would he would uh, he would spawn, I'd yes. go over there and kill him again. I was like, "Go get him!" Kill the bard. I don't know how many thousands of gold I lost in just being an idiot that night. I gave you a lot though. Well, oh, man. Just
3: walking into the Rosie Lion, I dropped 4 4k there because the <laughs> first thing I did was kill the drunk and everybody else in the bar. <laughs> oh. Uh,
2: man. Uh, uh, anything we, else, Rob? He, he he is there just as a gold sink to help keep the, the economy stable. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: but,
5: that that's um, stupid bard. Go ahead, Rob. But uh, s- since we uh, last had our episode, um I completed the Mauster Marina. Oh, congratulations.
0: Nice. That's fantastic. Uh, good job. Good job. That was, uh,
5: it, it was just a regular one, and it was a lot of fun. And I think that the biggest thing that I'm proud of, uh, and proud of myself for, uh, is the fact that I did not look it up. I, I, I made a, a, a good, solid effort to not look up these fights because I wanted to figure them out on my own. Mm. And you know, a couple deaths uh, in, in every every round or so, you quickly learn the mechanics. And there were some the more so than others, but it, it was actually not that difficult. So right now, I'm currently working on uh, getting my, my uh, VR-16 armor set up so that I can try the veteran and give that a go. Oh, very cool. All
0: right. Um, Mike, over to you. What uh, what have you been doing in-game, man? I so see you got a little Skyrim and a little ESO in here.
3: Yeah, so uh, as I said uh, last week on Classic, I got almost 20 levels in on my Skyrim character. Uh, One of the Uh things I did is I completed the Bard's College quest. Uh, So you have to go in, you have to find uh, the uh, King Olaf's verse. And uh, I knew that the last chamber, I'd be facing the Draugr version of King Olaf. And the room is full of Draugr sitting there on chairs. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this the smart way. I've got my bow. I'm going to knock off all of the Draugr before they can activate. And I'll Mm -hmm. have just the last fight. It'll be great. So I sneak in just a little ways, just into the door panel itself. And I go through and I start shooting all of the drogger that are sitting in the chair. Snipe them all off. They're all dead. They're all slumped in their chair. Wow. Okay. The ghost is in there of the bard. And I go in just far enough to, for him to trigger. And he starts talking. And King Olaf appears. He goes up. I move into the middle of the room so I can shoot King Olaf. All of a sudden, I'm getting attacked from behind. So triggering the event, respawned all of the drogger that I had just killed. <laughs> so they stood up out of their chairs. And now I'm surrounded. Now, my guy wields a bow and a dagger, and that's it. You know It's kind of like what Rob was just talking about. I <laughs> potions tell and me you have high seven sneak. spells is all I have. Most of them are like candlelight, mage light, you know, fast healing. Yeah. that's it. Oof. So um, I am getting my butt kicked. I went through a slew of potions, including all of my invisibility potions. Oh. But uh, I did not have to reload, so I was happy about that. That's good. Congratulations uh, you know, for
0: getting through that. That's, that's a tough the, spot to be in.
3: Yeah, the best plans of mice and men, you know, end yeah. up screwed by a bug in the system.
0: <laughs> is that the other part of the quote? <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> the best laid plans
0: of mice and men get screwed from a bug! <laughs>
3: <laughs> I like that. So, uh, but this character, he has now completed to kill an emperor. So uh, Titus Mead II is dead. Uh, I have to go pick up my reward uh, and head back to the Dawnstar Sanctuary, uh, and then I'm going to start uh, the Brotherhood Resurrection Part One and the Black Hand Embassy. So these are two mods that hopefully in the next couple weeks uh, will be featuring the crafting table uh, as to how they are for people that want to continue playing Dark Brotherhood after the quest line's done. Mm, nice, cool.
0: How about um? How about next week? We throw it into, uh, or next episode, rather, uh, we throw it into the crafting table
3: and uh, talk a little bit about it. We'll we'll see how far I get.
0: Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good, man. Um, What about uh, ESO?
3: So we've been talking about this on Wednesday nights that uh, Guildmate Holy Diver and a number of uh, other guild members from our guild and from other guilds uh, come together and do uh, the 12-man raids. And we've completed uh, the um, the AA and the Hellras Citadel. And for the last month now, we have been trying to complete the first boss, the Manakora of uh, the Sept- Sanctum Ophidium uh, du- raid dungeon. And uh, Holy Diver could not make it due to internet issues. Oh. And- uh, Oh, so you're screwed. So, uh, my we, actually, Good job. Yeah, we, just <laughs> we actually finished oh my down God. the Manicora and moved on to the second boss. Oh, <laughs> yay! So, uh, he's probably going to be pissed as hell to find out that we did it without him. <laughs> Old oh, uh, yeah. Has he, has
0: he oh, ever, my. has he ever downed the, that Oh, box? he's done it before. It's just, oh, okay. he's trying to
3: get our group together, you know, uh, especially with the possibility of the 12 man raid coming up. Uh, in the Thieves Guild, oh, I'm so sure he'll he have like a, a raiding group that goes regularly. He won't be pissed. He'll probably be I proud know. of you guys. <laughs> no, but uh, so we did complete the yeah. mana course. So I was so excited about that, you know, because uh, you know we're talking two three hours at a time. You know, a month of Wednesdays, and you get very little experience if you don't do it. So, sure.
0: man, I'm I'm a real I'm a real slob then because I mean, look, Mike and Rob have have uh, done some pretty amazing feats. During uh, during the uh, the break during the, the Christmas hiatus of EsoTr, so so congratulations to the both of you. That's that's pretty epic stuff. Good job, wait, wait,
1: You're you're not a slob. I mean, he
0: you're bought
3: a house,
1: a officer, in in the busiest city in the world. So that's not enough. And then you've been moving. Well, don't be hard on yourself like that.
0: Well, I'm sorry, Liz. I mean, I'm I'm being a little hard on myself because you completely like you know ripped apart my my uh, my list. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, I got Pine well, Watch mixed with Anissa's cabin. You know, I mean, let's call it like it is. I'm a piece of crap, and I should be punched in the face in short order.
1: You know what? I was so proud of you <laughs> when I was, you know, trying to travel to Missouri and back. And he sent that uh, te- or that tweet mm. from uh, New York City, Times Square, uh for New Year's Eve, I was so proud of him and he was in uniform that I showed other people on um, the shuttle back to where my car was.
0: Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't supposed to be there actually. I would that was not my post. I was like t- I was like three or four blocks away from my post when I did that.
3: <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> well, care, I'd we just didn't been see like, on dude. TV. He's
1: a police officer in freaking New York City on New Year's Eve. Yeah,
3: I'm proud of him.
0: Oh, thanks.
1: Yeah,
3: oh, I'm looking for I on uh, the, uh, the, was it, uh, the Disney one there was it channel 13 where they do the ball drop from New York city? We kept looking to see if uh, you were going to be one of the cops that they showed <laughs>
0: my, uh, I got a friend that was um, that was over there actually in front of all of the, uh, the, uh, the pens. And um, I was, uh, if, of course they put me um, in, in the first barrier that, that acts as the, the first barrier between the general public and those being uh. pre-screened to get inside. So I, I, legitimately i had um three or four uh questionable attempts from possible isis uh insurgents come come through my barrier uh not through but like attempt to come through my barrier um wow and we'll, we'll leave it at that but it was it was considered each one of them was considered like legitimate like after they got their names run and all that so i was on the first the first barrier there and um it was it was ridiculous. It was seventeen hours on foot in the cold, just nonstop talking to people. There were a hundred and fifty people at that intersection in less than two seconds, literally. Like this is the, this is what I saw over there. You would tell these all of these people, and they would pack shoulder to shoulder um, at that intersection because they wanted to see the ball drop. You would tell them. You can't stand here. This is not a place that you can stand. You, you got to go uptown. You got to go downtown. You can cross in the other direction. But here is dangerous. You may not stand here. Once you are done telling people that and moving them out of the intersection, another 150 people would have at that point already gotten into that intersection. And you'd have to do it all over again.
3: Damn, respawn rate. Yeah. It was ridiculous. <laughs> Ugh
0: it was just it was absolutely grueling, um but oh, I snuck magic. away i snuck away for a little bit uh eh, off post shh, don't tell anybody <laughs> and <laughs> I edit that out the, again <laughs> yeah i got that I got that tweet out and man if my if my uh if my sergeants uh saw me um over there, I would have been in a hell of a lot of trouble, but uh I risked it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, uh, Liz, you have anything? I, I don't have anything. I, I don't know if you have anything as far as gameplay goes.
1: My gameplay consisted of um, playing Rift, actually, and I'll tell Good you for why you. this is relevant to, to Elder Scrolls. Good for you. Okay, so you know, I went home for Christmas, and there was nothing much to do. My mother's old computer has a graphics card that will at least run ESO, but I was like, oh, I, I'm so used to this nice computer now, mm-hmm. and my widescreen. You know, screen, and I'm like, I can't do this on this laptop that is, you know, less than 12 inches. Minecraft <laughs> ESO. Oh my god. And so, I was like, I remember playing Rift on this. This is all I've ever played Rift on, so let's try this. Okay, so I started playing it, and I was... I remember all the times that we are comparing this game to, to Rift, and I was like, I'm gonna test this out and see how much I missed it. I actually started missing ESO, um, even though I had been played out of that you know, for a few weeks, uh, I was just burnt out and uh, I started missing ESO. I was like, yeah. wow, I really kind of like the simplicity of only five. I've, I'm hoping they have six buttons at some point, but, you know, only five skills up here. That's that's convenient. I don't have to worry about all these uh, these timers running out and, oh, but, I have yeah, to cast global this cool many of this before I cast this. It, it's really simple. I, wow! I really started to appreciate the simplicity of, yeah. of the gameplay.
0: I, I got to admit, I ventured out a little bit myself and, and got back into some some old some old MMOs that that um, you've heard me talk about here at QGN and maybe some others that you haven't. And um, I agree with you. I felt exactly the same way while while playing those old MMOs, um, either either by myself or or with Jenny. I remember thinking to myself, like, man, I really just wish I could run up to this guy and just hit him with my sword, um, like, yeah. like you do in in ESO, rather than just like having to tab target and then you know um, jump into the fray and, and whatnot. Yeah. You
1: so, need stacks of this, five stacks of this, and only if you have five stacks of this, and then you gotta, uh, then you gotta do your detonator. Right? Oh my
3: god, Jenkins!
1: <laughs> it literally, were- yeah, it's just jump right in and be like,
3: click, <laughs> click, 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 dead. At least I'm not
0: chicken. (laughs) uh, Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, Liz, I I completely agree with you. I'm 100% right there with you on on that one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. My other time in in, uh, ESO. Oh, yeah. Because I was going to prove you guys wrong. Again, wrong, as you would say. Wrong on your list. I thought, uh-huh. okay, I'm going to go into Skyrim. I'm going to stop playing The Sims because I've made all of you guys into Sims. And it's freaking hilarious, by the way. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, and it's great because oh, Rob's character keeps getting hit on by, like, all the X-Men character I've made for the town. Oh, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Anyway. So so, um, <laughs> so you're
0: proving us wrong, Liz. Let's. <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyway. <Okay. laughs> um, proving you guys wrong. I, I put down that game and I was like, I'm going to jump into Skyrim. But I, my last save was in, in the uh, DLC that we discussed a few uh, times ago. Uh, not DLC, the um, mod. Uh, Forbidden... Oh,
0: Forgotten City. Forgotten City. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Well, I was like, well, I know how this ends because I accidentally ended this once and I had to go back on my save. I'm just going to do that again because I want to get out of here and I want to run around all of Skyrim. See how long that takes, first of all. Second of all, I want to be like, uh, yeah, nothing's really you know coming out besides what they have in this list. So I can't get out of the freaking Forgotten City for an hour and a half, and I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm trying to hold back.
0: Right. But Just kill the guy.
1: I I did. I. I
0: okay. And what I happened?
1: And then, well, no, what I did was I let some girl go. Um, you basically know when you're playing this mod that anything you do will get you out of Forgotten City. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. Fusteradar, the mayor. And then they go exit through the the toilet or uh, the bathroom or <laughs> the whatever. The false wall. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I haven't seen one. Uh, um, so I'm running around the entire thing looking for a laptop. <laughs> well, <laughs> all
0: right. So so spoiler alert, spoiler alert, folks. Uh, if you if you care about playing the Forgotten City and you have not gotten up to this point yet, okay, fast forward about fifteen seconds or so. Um. There is a false wall in inside the uh, the main area of the Forgotten City. There, um, it, it's uh, the room with the, all the Dwimmer pipes in it. Uh, there's a leak on the floor. That wall, you hit it, and it it breaks down, and you crawl inside a Dwimmer uh, pipe, and you you gut you get back up to the top.
1: I'm gonna be sick. Are you serious? Are I'm you? Dead, ser-
0: I'm dead serious. Yeah, that's that's that is it. That is it.
1: And I was remembering when he was on the show, and he was like, "Yeah, I, I've lit up lights," which I remember. In the game, that's true. Uh, but lights light up when you're going the right way, and I was looking for that too. And I, oh my god!
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, there it is, such as it is. So, um, I mean, anything else in regard- I mean, did you actually get out, uh, or or no? Did you? No, did you- I
1: didn't get out. I threw down my okay. control. Yeah, so I you're not
0: good enough to prove us wrong. Is simply is simply what what can be surmised.
1: Right, and that's actually when I started. I, yeah, that's fine with me. Um, ha! <laughs> Well, I, you know what? I was good enough not to um, um, cheat my way out. How about that?
3: I okay, was trying I to like play, that.
1: Like, with the game, I, I will like cheat that. a lot and exploit, but yeah. with somebody that we've had on the show's um, uh, mod, I I will not, and I will play it true. Okay,
0: all right, okay? And, and, and I respect you for that. <laughs> I think that is awesome. Um, I do, however, I want to hear Liz's top ten. Or, or top five. I don't or, have a top Or 10, top three. I want to hear it next it episode. It looks
1: the same.
3: Next episode, I want to hear it, Liz. Come on. I told you my 2 too.
0: You're the one who threw the gauntlet down.
3: What? Of our, of our, let me give you a, a hint on this here. Sure. So I think it was back in September. Liz is like, I want another painting. I'm like, sure. Send me a, uh, a screenshot, and I will paint one for you. It's my birthday. Now we're in December. Where's my painting? Liz, you never sent me a screenshot. What does she send me? A naked Anders.
2: <laughs> I'm like that's not a
3: screenshot of Skyrim or thing, Oblivion you know,
1: or ESO. Of there's wood in there. I mean, come on.
0: Oh jeez. So now,
3: so now your daughter's so now wondering we're in January, and I still don't have a screenshot. Yeah.
1: To be fair, you did start it that out with send me a, a picture of the Rift from Dragon Age.
3: Oh yeah, you wanted a Rift after one point in time. Yes, yeah, you did oh, want oh, a well, Dragon somebody Age. Somebody suggested it, and I was like, hey, sure, whatever. I
1: just want to make Mike work. <laughs>
3: God you
0: guys. All right folks, listen. Um we've got plenty more show to to uh go forward with. Believe it or not, and uh and here here we are uh with the crafting table right after our fancy little crafting table bumper. Ow, son of a bitch. Yeah, it's our fancy little crafting table bumper. I made that myself. Uh well actually i can't really say that to be honest yeah okay (laughs) but i uh i uh put part of myself in there so anyway listen uh here we are at the crafting table mods and other game enhancements today we're talking about somerset isle um by you're not supposed to be in here somerset isle (laughs) a skyrim expansion mod of dlc proportions continues the story of the Archmage of Winterhold when they are summoned to the land of the Ultimer. Mystery and heroic fantasy with quest openness to explore, make choices, and mistakes. Your actions will have consequences in time, learning what went wrong and and those whose lives you have touched or tainted along the way. Somerset Isles uses a lot of references to previous Elder Scrolls titles such as Oblivion, Morrowind, and Daggerfall, If you're familiar with those titles, then you will find many nostalgic references. Features! A fun and challenging new quest. Arc of the Bethesda Game Studios concept in the province of Somerset Isles. Over 30 hours of gameplay, over 60 quests, over 600 new NPCs, and over 30 merchants. Fully voice acted. A number of world spaces, including Somerset Isle. A number of potential player homes, unique craftable items, foods, drink, unique harvestable ingredients, unique buildings, dozens of unique creatures, unique travel system, over 40 cities, towns, and villages, over 60 caves, dungeons to explore, some horror elements, and jump scares, boss oh. and mini boss battles, news spells from a number of schools of magic, over an hour of custom music, and fully nav meshed and tested Follower friendly. Oh, boy. And he forgot the partridge in the pear tree. (laughs) How shameful. You can get this off of NexusMods.com. No idea if you can get it off of Steam Workshop. You might be able to. It's called Somerset Isle by You're Not Supposed to Be in Here. (laughs) And it's for Skyrim. So there it is. There it is. I think. Um,
1: how, how old is this mod? I mean, or how long has it been out? Do you know? I guess months. I clicked on the thing. Yeah, couple Too months. busy coloring. Uh, it was
3: uh, featured on the front page uh, a while back, around the time that we had the 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 guys from the Forgotten City and.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, by the way, yeah, the Forgotten City won the mod of the year. Congratulations! I think yeah. we said that last time.
0: Congratulations. Um, this this uh this comes to us uh, as a suggestion from a uh, uh, friend of the show, uh, the Dirty Pony on Twitter.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that's the guy who I, I think one of your coworkers or your boss. <laughs> My <is sergeant>. <laughs> <Yes>. phone.
0: Oh <laughs> well <laughs> uh, let me look it up for you on your phone. Give me your phone. Okay, so it's right. Um the dirty pony three 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 has just sent you a message.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. Uh oh, oh, how do you explain that? Well. Oh Twitter. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Great. Great little awkward moment there. Uh Tariel's rumors. That's uh that's coming right up. Oh my god, Becky, did you hear what Yorun just said? Ho <laughs> ho <laughs> poppycock <laughs> Whatever. Alright, so let's jump in and jump out um, Kind of quick on this one Because we are sort of running out of time um, Matt Fire teased that DLC After Dark Brotherhood Will be coming late this year However, they're in no place right now To talk about such things That means the subject is fodder For our little Tamrielic sewing circle To gossip about So what say you folks? <laughs>
1: I love that you call it a little sewing circle because that's exactly what I think about when you bring
0: up rumors and stuff. Yeah, that's what this is. It's our little Tamrielic sewing circle. And if you don't like that subject, we can also talk about why can't orcs have nice things.
3: We already talked about that last week.
0: I know, but it was fun. (laughs) (laughs) So, So, Rob... Um, what, what do you, in your heart of hearts, in your wildest dreams, what DLC do you think Zoss will be coming out with after Dark Brotherhood this year? Or, why can't orcs have nice things?
5: Ugh, gosh, that's such a hard, such a hard decision. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what they, what they could possibly
1: add. May we ask Mr. Sam Adams if he has an idea? Exactly.
3: Uh, winter brew.
1: How about uh, Mr. Tree- Jim,
3: Beam? Jim Beam?
1: Is he there? The Kenny answer.
0: Always a good decision. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe uh, not always, Rob. <laughs> well, I me.
1: Mean,
5: not always. And
0: another thing i didn't play my this is fun for me go ahead
5: <laughs> you know earlier today uh, there was some sort of uh, i think mmorpg.com did some sort of poll on to like what type of new class would they like to see added to, to ESO you know that that's the type of stuff that I think about you know when they say that we have unannounced content it's like okay well we've been stuck with four classes now for uh you know almost two years it's like really like to see some more classes and I know that that's a long way off but uh you know a guy can hope and I really hope it uh whatever this class is is
0: that it uses ice magic okay i i like that i think that's that's kind of fun mark we haven't heard from you in a while what what do you think i mean uh dark brotherhood okay great but there's still half a year left to go by the time that comes out and we're all having fun and playing it what do you think they're gonna come out with something what do you think or why can't orcs have nice things
2: well, orcs can't have nice nice things because they're orcs, and also because Mike has uh, has it out for them. Um, <laughs> as as for uh, what's coming out, well, I I think that I know that they said that they were working on Merkmire or and the Clockwork City, and I don't know if they they said specifically, oh, we're definitely getting those out this year. But I'm really hoping that Clockwork City is one of the things that they get out because um, when you play Orcinium you're specifically told that the next big plot line is going to come out with the Clockwork City. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know how you, they tell you what it is too. They do tell you this is what the plot line is going to be, and just. I'm really excited about that plot line, and I don't want to have to wait for more than a year to get to it. Okay, I'll
0: I'll accept that. Very cool, very cool answers. Uh, Mike, over to you. Uh, Dark Brotherhood, DLC, it's out. What do you think's coming next? Or, why can't orcs have nice things?
3: Well, I'm tired of talking about orcs, so uh, I'm thinking the Morag Tongue. So uh, to to pony up on what Mark was talking about there, they listed off uh, specific Daedra. And I'm thinking the Morag Tong will follow the Dark Brotherhood line, so they will build off of the Dark Brotherhood story into the Morag Tong story, bring us to the Clockwork City.
0: Okay. Uh, and and Liz, over to you. I mean, you know, hey, Dark Brotherhood, it's here. It's it's uh, we've got more going on after that. But what do you think that more might be?
2: Or why can't orcs have nice things?
1: Um, can I do both? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Well, what I think, why he says other content, I am not so sure that it's going to be something with a story in the game. Other content is a very broad generalization. (laughs) Yeah, I'd say. And so that could be, hey, um, you're going to be able to, oh, I don't know, maybe hide your freaking shoulder pads that would be amazing that would be other content for me <laughs> that would make a whole new game for me without having to look what it really ugly ass.
5: can't wait Wall to see a poundstone <laughs> yeah
1: Paul <fall> of poundstones <laughs> on and um i i think that orcs cannot have nice things because uh, people don't let them because people of tamriel are prejudiced against people that they think are not as pretty as they are Okay, so easy a, being green.
0: Oh, it's not easy being green at all. It is
1: right. not easy being oh. green.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um so okay, so so here uh, you know, Dark Brotherhood's come and gone. Uh here it is, it's it's uh the middle of, of twenty sixteen. I think they're going to um I have no idea what the hell they're gonna do, to be honest with you.
1: I want to stay in the dark. Yeah,
0: yeah, I I do too, of course. But um, surprise me. You know, I think I think Clockwork City um, is is definitely going to be something that we're going to hear about um, after after Dark Brotherhood for for sure. I really think that's the case. If not beforehand, Um, I'd be very surprised if it's the next planned DLC after Dark Brotherhood and we didn't hear about it until Dark Brotherhood has come out. I'd be very surprised if those if both were true
1: that sounds about right but they have talked about it before so or else we wouldn't know the name
0: exactly yeah um also i i'm willing to i'm willing to bet that these battlegrounds are going to be out before the end of the year i'm willing to bet um that's barring any sort of complication that would unforeseen complication between now and then i'm willing to bet by the end of 2016 we're gonna get battlegrounds. I think that's gonna happen. Um, orcs can't have nice things because they're classless savages.
2: <laughs> People Shots are horrible. fired.
0: <laughs> All that and more in our uh, in our in our mail update section. <laughs>
2: I've been looking for you. Got something I'm supposed to deliver. Your hands only.
0: All right. So orcs are not classless savages, okay? Uh, I got a lot of people. They're very angry with me.
1: <laughs> oh, really? No,
0: not at all. Not oh, okay. at all. No. Because I was
1: about to say, oh, good.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, no. That that has that has not happened. Um, what I do think we should do, though is I think we should have the the emperor build a wall around Orsinium. Oh
1: my god.
0: Get the orcs to pay for it to keep them <laughs> out of
1: town. Oh my god. That's what
0: I think we should do. Um that that's what I think we should do with the orcs? Build.
1: Do you know how many history documentaries they show at the end of of the year? So I was, I'm all into those, and yeah, a lot of them were about walls being built and coming down in 1990 and stuff
5: like that. Although I think that the uh, the, uh, the 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 Civil Liberties Union might
0: have something to say about that. Wow, I yeah. just, I'm sure they would. I'm sure. They <laughs> would. Orsimer Civil Liberties Union.
5: Ah, uh, stupid. OCLU. Yeah, that sounds like a
0: table filled of green savages spitting at each other.
5: You can't do
4: this to us. Ah,
1: I you can't know read though. Like the, the PC part of my brain is exploding right now. That's- Even though I know you guys are joking, <laughs> you're doing it on purpose. Yes, I am.
0: I am absolutely doing it on purpose. Just you know, just to be that guy.
1: Like I, I, I'm telling myself, I'm like they're just joking. They're just, jo- they're,
2: they're, they're joking. <laughs>
0: the the big the big joke for today's show is how how much of a horrible human being can I actually be on air? <laughs> that's the big joke for today's show. If you haven't caught on to it, that's what's I don't going know. on. I
1: think we're gonna start. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, measuring jackassedness acidness by calling it an, an avarwin. Oh, that was worth like 12 avarwins. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what, what comment. Let me just be clear. We're not talking about uh, uh, an actual race. These are fictional races. There's really no such thing as an orc. So, you know, <laughs> if you're offended, uh, it's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> um, okay, so... <laughs> uh and i and i can say that because i i am stupid so that's cool um i didn't offend myself anyway <laughs> you big dumb orc sometimes tusks get in my way of my talking
1: you really suck for them,
0: so so esotr right we've got we've got guilds and they're cool um you should you should definitely join them if you're looking to hang out with our ragtag group um Rob uh, does an awesome job uh, streaming the um, Dancing with Daggers. We've got a Dancing with Daggers crew. Those guys are an absolute blast. Uh, you should join us. Join us. Join our guild, uh, ESOTR, on, uh, on, on the North American PC server. Uh, it's good stuff. They have a lot of fun. They are Daggerfall Covenant-centered uh, stream but um the the guild itself accepts all all walks of life including uh including green skinned uh morons uh known as orcs we we invite those those folk to come over and and broaden their horizons a bit so
1: <laughs> like uh, i'm biting my tongue
0: i i heard the head at the desk <laughs> i heard the head hit the desk <laughs> so listen join join our guild guys uh we, we'd love to have you of course uh we have a uh an e s o t r guild on the playstation four Um, you can, uh, message, uh, uh, my, 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 my handle there, Rojas 1096. That's ROJAS 1096 for an invite. We'd be more than happy to, uh, to send you an invite. Um, also the, uh, PlayStation Network community, uh, ESOTR fan podcast community. Uh, just search for that, that name again, Rojas 1096, ROJAS 1096. And you can, you can join the community from there. Um, we have a guild also on xbox one uh yandros is the leader there jones w67 you can you can message him as far as like community stuff as to what's going on in the guild um does anyone have anything on that i i don't think we're doing
1: much for tonight
0: well yeah we've got a we've got an event going on tonight what, what's that all about rob
5: Well, uh, this event is basically kind of like a hide-and-seek. Three of the four uh, members of the uh, Dancing with Daggers crew are going to be hiding in various places in uh, Stros Mackay. And uh, what's going to happen is you're going to have to come and find us. And if you find us, dance for us, we will give you a dagger. And the first person to get a dagger from all three of the members wins. Oh, that sounds like fun, and we we, we do have some curveballs in here, so uh, this is going to be fun. Unfortunately, Mark couldn't make us. To, uh, or make yes, it tonight.
2: unfortunately, it's just yeah, it's been a long day, and it's going to be way too late. Mark, are you? Did you
0: ever have to make that uh, Altmer for for not showing up?
2: No, no, I haven't. You haven't. And he's like, "Shut up! Shut up! Shut up!" <laughs> I think maybe you um, might well, be a few over Well, Altmer Mike still owes me an orc for having, for the baseball bat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, this week in Tamrielic holidays, Mike, wait a minute, where's the two moons horoscope? We don't have a two moons horoscope this week. Uh, I I just saw oh, it. Oh, we do have a two moons horoscope this week. But
1: you did it during the last show. It was yeah. right here. It was. Oh no!
0: Mike is uh, muted. You there me, it is. You muted Mike. Ah, there we go. There we go. Okay. Oh, I was
3: coughing <laughs> earlier, that's why. Uh, new, Lu- new Life Festival, Morningstar the First. Today the people of Daggerfall are having the New Life Festival in celebration of a new year. The Emperor has ordered yet another tax increase in his New Life Address, and there is much grumbling about this. Still, despite financial difficulties, the New Life Tradition of free ale at all the taverns in the cities continues. The people of Daggerfall certainly know how to hold a celebration. In Daggerfall, this is also the summoning day for Clavicus Vile. Morningstar the second, Scour Day. Scour Day is a celebration in most of High Rock's villages. On the day after New Life, it was once the day to clean up after New Life, but it has changed to a party of its own. So two days of partying in a row. Ovanka, Morningstar the twelfth. This is the day the people of the Alakir Desert offer prayers to Stendar in the hopes of a mild and merciful year. It is considered a very holy holiday. Morning Star the 13th was Meridia's summoning day. South Wind's Prayer, Morning Star the 15th. Today, Morning Star the 15th is a holiday taken very seriously in Daggerfall, where it is called the South Wind's Prayer, a plea to all the religions of Tamriel. For a good planting season, citizens with every affliction known in Tamriel flock to the services in the city's temples, and the clergy is known to perform free healings on this day. Only some will be judged worthy of this service, but few can afford the temple's usual prices. Oh, Tomorrow, so,
1: Barwin, you can go get your jackass in this uh, cure.
0: <laughs> oh wow! Thanks, I, I do. I do deserve that, actually.
3: Actually, he missed it because it's now after midnight here on the East Coast. Uh, so today, so now I'm going to be a star- jackass
0: for the next year. Damn it!
1: <laughs> that was your resolution, isn't it? <laughs> 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 did you say that at the beginning
0: of the show? God, Mike.
3: <laughs> today is the Day of Lights, Morning Star, the sixteenth. The Day of Lights is celebrated as a holy day in most villages in Hammerfell on the Iliac Bay. It is a prayer for a good farming and fishing year and is taken very seriously. A possibly unrelated Festival of Lights is a tradition held in Skyrim in the city of Dawnstar, where little candles are given out in celebration.
0: And now, without further ado, is my friend uh, with the two moons horoscope, uh, uh, Chazaldar. Uh, Chazaldar,
3: hi. Thank you for
0: the uh, horoscope. Yes,
3: go ahead, please. The moons have swapped faces today. Masser is the gibbous, and Secundus the crescent. Perhaps, like the moons, you should see the world from someone else's face. Last day of the Tojera, the mysterious swamp Khajiit is upon us. The Bella, the lady of beauty and love, has been seen in the sky. But she is opposed by Arke, the god of death and life. Not a good combination as it pertains to a love lost. Ah, that
0: that was very insightful, Jesso. Thank you. I sniff your butt for you. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Bad. I was just
1: thinking about how sexy that was. I was like, oh, Debella stuff. Yeah, that's, you know. (laughs) You know, and then he's like, I sniff your butt.
0: (laughs) He's recently uh, pooped in the sand. (laughs) (laughs) God. (laughs) All right. All (laughs) right. We've got uh, we've got a couple of emails from our uh, our wonderful uh, our wonderful listeners who have who have decided to email in. Um, this one first comes from Ad Ostra. Uh, Mark, if you please.
2: Sure. What are your what are all of your opinions on this update uh, by Matt Fior? I'm typically I'm sorry I'm typically glass half full with this game on public forums and chats, but I have to admit that after reading that. Uh, after reading through this, I feel let down. I agree with the people who will start raging in the days ahead, complaining about the removal of their bounty hunter concept as that they teased us with back in 2014. I'll also agree with those upset that uh, there's still no alternative to Laggy Cyrodiil, a, a, uh Alliance versus Alliance. Bring back the deer! <laughs> I am also majorly disappointed... Uh, uh, in the hold, they put on this. Uh, they're they're putting on spell crafting. I honestly feel like all the fillers that uh, Matt added to get us hyped uh, were just uh, featured. Uh, sorry, to get us uh, added to get us hyped were just featured that features that really should have been in the game since lo- launch. So I'm not happy at all with huge games knocking on the door like BDO and other games uh getting revitalized due to cross media like Warcraft and Star Wars. I'm seriously concerned for ESO, its community and our future with the game. I uh they better have some serious cards up their sleeves. Thanks for the vent. Okay, I'm done. Ad Astra.
0: Uh, Ad Astra. You know, <clears throat> um you know, we were kind of calling out earlier in the show today that a lot of these things, I mean, honestly like I don't think anyone is surprised to to hear some of this to hear some of this stuff. Spellcrafting's on the back burner, but it doesn't mean it's completely canceled. Now, if they announce in six months that it's completely canceled, I'm still not going to be completely surprised either. Um, but then again, if they do come out with it, I wouldn't necessarily be surprised either on that. It could go either way on Spellcrafting. Um, you know, I'm not concerned about the, the future of, of ESO. At this point, the community that plays the game is going to continue to play the game, just like Star Wars, just like Warcraft. Um, you know, you can venture off and, and get back into other games. Liz is a fantastic example this week. She went back to Rift for a little bit and missed ESO, and you're always going to get that. Sure, other games are experiencing a revitalization, but just because that Matt Fier, um has, has, um, you know, announced some very obvious things. Okay. Doesn't necessarily mean that, that the future of the game isn't jeopardy. Um, uh, my advice would be to, um, hold fast. Uh, don't worry. Okay. Uh, of course, keep a, keep a, a critical eye on these things as you have. And, and I think you your um, um, I think your disappointment is 100% valid. I think everyone's disappointed by these things. However, your concern for the game's future, I I, I don't believe is um um really worth your time here. Um, I think the game is going to be all right. Uh, we've gone through far worse in la- last year alone. We've gone through far worse. That really could have been critical for the game. And uh, here we are. We're still here and, and the game is doing pretty well. So, no worries. I, I think uh, I think we're going to be okay. That's just my opinion, though. I've, I of course could be wrong, but that's and how I, would, I see it. Uh,
1: just worry about the removal of the uh, champion system or the veteran system, because um, I think that's the thing that would that's that's you know yeah really yeah. going to have an impact on the future of the game.
0: I you know Liz, I'm glad you said that because um, I wasn't. I, I wasn't thinking about that when I was speaking, and um, I think you're right. I think that is if there's anything to be concerned about, I think that that in and of itself is something to be concerned about. And it seems like you know they, you know, Zoss pushed this uh, from quarter one to quarter two, and uh, probably um, they probably a bit of wisdom on their part did so. So I, yeah, I agree with you on that. I think you're right. Anyone else got anything on this that they want to sort of jump in on?
3: No, I would say mm-hmm. that you know the thing is, is that you know with it being a buy to play now, you know that uh, you know the, mm-hmm. there's no harm in stepping away from the game for a little while if you know you're you're really that concerned, and then come back and see for yourself. Don't take everybody else's word. Don't take our word for it. You know, come back and see for yourself. Come back and play with us. You know, after you know these new systems go into place, the Thieves Guild, the Dark Brotherhood, whatever comes out in quarter three, and you might find that you know. It really didn't make that much of a difference that they removed the bounty hunter concept or that they've pushed back spellcrafting at all because the new stuff might be there you know and you'd be just completely and totally amazed well said um, go ahead Liz
1: uh, uh, now I've lost it I was picking out a color um (laughs) (laughs) I I like green (laughs) Uh, well (laughs) no I I was like do I need pink but what's going to contrast with the pink okay anyway yeah totally forgot
0: all right. Well, let's stay on you, Liz, on on the next email from Nick F.
1: Um, is Nick F? Um, yeah, I'm still on Mike's notes because they're five pages long. <laughs> um, uh, typically, uh, hey, I'm Nick F. Hey guys, huge fan. I've it's been a long time. Or I've been a long time MMO RPG player who is interested in ESO with the current console sale that's going on. I have the chance to buy it for twenty five dollars. What are your thoughts? Is it good on the console, and if so, what is the repeatedly re- repeatability of the game itself? Thank you for the response, Nick.
0: And Rob, your reaction?
1: He doesn't have it on co- console.
5: Yeah, I'm, I'm not on console, yeah. but um, I, I can tell you that the game is a lot of fun. Um, it's going to be unlike any other MMO that you've ever played. The only... The only similarity between ESO and any other MMO is going to be the fact that you will be online and there will be other players playing with you. Uh, the, the combat and the systems are very different. Uh, it is a lot of fun. Uh, everybody on this show has been playing since the game came out and before. Um, it's, it's definitely worth a shot. If there's a sale going on, it is buy to play. Uh, you can give it a shot. And, you know, it's not going to cost you a cent more if you don't want it to. Um, Very but, true. But, uh, you know, but by all means, you know, give it a shot. Uh, you, you might find yourself surprised by it.
0: Well, I can say this. Um, I have the game on PS4, and I don't like it. Uh, it's a good game, but I don't like playing it on, on the console at all. Um, you know, I'm just too... I, I just enjoy the mouse and keyboard setup a lot more than, than the controller. Um, so if that's something that's not going to, uh, as they say, stick in your craw, then uh, go for it. But uh, if you're not too sure about that, being a, a longtime MMORPG player, um, you may want to hold off. Uh, we got a last email here from a gentleman named Chris Parks. Uh, I remember.
1: I'm sorry. I remember what I was going to say, and I was trying to wait for a break. Okay. Um, what I was going to say for that other email from Ad Astra was uh, that... They, were, they confirmed a lot of things that we were very, very concerned about uh, at the end of last year. I mean, we were upset about, you know, when are we going to hear about character creation? And they gave us answers this time. That's why I was not disappointed in this uh, this episode of ESO Live. Because they gave us so many firm answers. And they were confident about it. Um, that made housing. a huge. Yeah, they, that made a huge difference to me. Uh, with what they just confirmed everything, and they said yes, and here's when. Oh
0: wow, yeah, Liz so, out of the gate with uh, a huge, a huge comment. I mean, yeah, it's spot on.
1: They did a good job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, sorry.
0: N- no, no, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Because yeah, that, that's that's great. Um, okay, this last email from Chris Parks. I'll I'll uh, I'll, uh, I'll pick this up, guys. Uh, Chris says, during your discussions about ZeniMax and their DLC content versus Bethesda, you brought up a really interesting point related to how ZeniMax will choose their DLC content locations. In your discussions, you all seemed to agree that ZeniMax should focus on areas that we haven't seen in previous games, rather than going to areas featured in the single-player games of the series. Your reason was... That you would give them more room to expand on the world without walking all over Bethesda by stepping on the lore of the series or upsetting fans for similar reasons. I actually disagree with that viewpoint. As far as stepping on Bethesda,
1: does Bray go up to something?
0: Yeah, and I kind of freaked out because I'm home alone, <laughs> so, <laughs> Aww,
1: so I'm like, there
0: please. shouldn't be anyone knocking on my door. Like, where's my crucifix? <laughs> oh my <God. laughs> um. So yeah, I'm it's sort, the orcs. Of, sort of lose my mind. Yeah, the orcs are coming to get me. They're, are you in there? Are you the bigot that's been talking to bad about orcs? That's
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, me. And I f I were there, I'd be like, yes, officer. <laughs> 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 yes, this is the man.
0: That's right. We're gonna build a wall around her same and get them to kick <laughs> out to pay for it. <laughs> God. Um so yeah. Uh Chris goes on to say, uh, I actually disagree with that viewpoint as far as stepping on Bethesda if Zenimax expanded into those regions that Bethesda hasn't worked on yet they would technically be stepping on Bethesda more whatever ESO makes as far as lore goes or even as far as the environment and the appearance of things goes they will then set the precedent for Bethesda Bethesda would then have their fan base expecting things based on what Zenimax did in ESO Likewise, I'd rather see ESO focus on things and areas we've already seen over completely new areas because I don't want Bethesda to have to worry about what ZeniMax did when making their games. Especially since, as you guys mentioned, the Elder Scrolls is Bethesda's baby. And as a fan of everything they've done, I want to see the series expand with Bethesda and Bethesda's team's direction over Zenimax's, Honestly, I trust Bethesda more than Zenimax with this world, though I expect that's an entirely different conversation. Thanks for doing this week. Thanks for doing this. Uh, Thanks for doing this week after week. I love hearing from you guys. Sorry for the length. Chris Parks. Interesting. Interesting thing. Go ahead, Mark. looks like you got something for this.
2: I, okay. I, I, I see what he's saying. Um, But I think it's a common error to sort of, there's ZeniMax and there's Bethesda. But in reality, it's pretty much, there's ZeniMax and then there's Bethesda. ZeniMax is the company that owns Bethesda. And I believe that they've owned them since Morrowind came out. So, ZeniMax Online isn't some whole third-party subsidiary company, or third-party company that came in and purchased the license. This is a, a set subsidiary company that ZeniMax made so that they could do this game. It, it's not as though it's people who have no connection to anything else. This was made as just a, this is a venture we're going to try, and this is just a very typical business uh, way of doing things to sort of protect ourselves and license should this not work out. And they've said in the past that the lore master. For, Zenimat, for ESO speaks with Bethesda's Elder Scrolls lore master. They're not, you know, like uh, they were saying that when they were doing something involving the Sench, they actually had a discussion on, well, how should we be doing this between the two different lore masters? So, I I, I feel like this this idea that somehow one is walking on the other is it just keeps on going because of the different company names. But really what one is doing is just adding to the lore that the, and they both work off of each other. Mm. So this is why I would rather them go forward and let us see something new as opposed to if they decide to limit themselves to what's already been shown. Sure. Because in the end, they're just, it's, it's the same cooks at the end They're you know, the same team, well, okay, it's not all the same team, but the same people are shepherding the project. They're not sort of like ESO is not getting a free ride on whatever they do. It goes through
0: right, right. The, Bethesda it, lore. It does eventually go through all the same quality checks and channels in in regards to lore.
2: Yes,
3: exactly. Um, and I think yeah. for me, the thing that I was trying to get across was, you know, let's say you've got somebody who has played Morrowind, and now Zinimax goes or Zos goes into Vardenfeld, and they get all up in arms because, you know, oh, this isn't there, and this isn't there, and why isn't this here? And it's like, well, it's not supposed to be. Well, then, you know, they're mad at that. Or if Zoss does the other thing and puts those in there, it's like, wait a minute, that's not for another 2,000 years. What the hell are you doing? You know, or if they go into Solitude area, you know, we've seen Solitude and Markarth, you know, what do they look like? You know, they should not look like the way they look in Skyrim, you know, TS5. Uh, so, you know, it's that kind of concept of, like, People who've casually played the other games or who have played the games and expect the, 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 the ESO expansions to look just like they did in the game that they love are going to be up in arms. But you have to realize that, you know, there's thousands of years difference. So a brand new area, in my opinion, gives them license to be as creative as they want to be. It's like, you know, with the Dark Brotherhood coming out, going to Anvil. You know, we've talked about this in our Anvil special for Classic, that Anvil is just a pirate's cove at this point in time. It should not have a fortified castle sitting there on an island. That's the place where the uh, pirate ship is entombed. And that happens all after uh, the events of Elder Scrolls Online.
0: Hmm. Well, um, very comprehensive answer, folks. Um, I do. I appreciate that. And uh, great email from from Chris Parks, who, who raises a concern that I think many, many people actually have as well. So Um, it's always good to, uh, you know, get some, some sobering answers. Um, all right, folks. Well, listen, um, that's the end of our show. And, uh, we really appreciate you, you listening and and watching. Um, but you know, you may be listening and you may be watching, but you also may be wondering where else, uh, would you be able to interact with our show that might be a little bit more convenient for you in a different situation. So you can get our show on iTunes. Uh, or using the Stitcher Radio app, which is available on your smartphone, whether it's uh, an Apple phone or a, a, a Windows phone or a, a Android phone. Uh, you can also uh, listen to us on our website, questgamingnetwork.com. That's uh, optimized for mobile, of course, so you can listen to us uh, there as well if you don't want to check out some of these, some of these apps. Of course, YouTube as well. YouTube.com slash Quest Gaming Network. You can find us on our website at QuestGamingNetwork.com. We, of course, have a Facebook too. That's Facebook.com slash Quest Gaming Network and a Twitter account. If you want to tweet us, you can tweet us at Elder Scrolls OTR. And of course, we do these shows live on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Quest Gaming Network slash live is the link you're going to need in order to check our show out. Every single week, next episode of classic, uh, is going to be, um, to be determined.
3: (laughs) Yeah. You haven't told us your work schedule yet.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know what folks? Um, let's actually, let's, let's actually check this out right now. I got, I got a, I got a thing here let's, let's see when we can do classic next. Um, here we go. Here we go. There it is. So either the 23rd, which is Saturday, or the 24th, which is Sunday. Either one of those work for you guys?
3: Both are free for me. Both are free. Yeah, I'm good with either.
0: Go with either? Yeah. Um <clears throat> so then uh why don't we why don't we say that we're going to uh we're going to do it on the on the 23rd. Saturday the 23rd. Sure. How does that sound? All right. So Saturday the twenty third, nine p.m. Eastern, we're going to be back for classic, classic Elder Scrolls, and um, possibly got to figure out where we're going. Yeah, we do. We got we got to figure out what's up. Dogs
1: and cats living together. Master, master. <laughs> there's Rob. Um, you know how about asleep.
0: for the next episode of Elder Scrolls off the record? What do you think about the thirtieth Saturday the thirtieth? Does anyone have an issue with Saturday? I'm good. Yeah. Good. And I'm good. back, too. What do you think, Liz? Do you have an issue with Saturday?
1: Uh, I get off of work before we record, so sure. I think. You think? Yeah.
0: We can always push it to 10 o'clock on, on Saturday if, if we have to. Oh, we've been closing early.
1: It's so cold, we're actually going to close because it's
3: cold. Wow.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's cold.
3: Yeah, it's really cold. freaking cold. That's cold. <laughs> that's like Canadian cold. Yeah. It is
0: like <laughs> Canadian. It's like Yukon Canadian cold.
3: We,
2: we, we were joking about that with uh, uh, with... Tim and uh, and Ray, yes, or y- y- yesterday or the day before, just you know they were complaining about how cold it was where they are, and it's like, oh, oh, guys, oh, oh, you want to complain about cold?
1: I <laughs> <laughs> actually had to buy long johns, and I'm poor, so like me actually going out and spending the money on these things hey, that meant business. That, it's cold yeah. out.
0: Mark Mark had to grow a beard. It's so cold out. Yeah, out where he I is.
1: Mean, <laughs> that's what the guy in don't starve
3: had to do. That's what
1: he looks like the guy in don't starve when he grows a beard.
3: What's really funny is, you know, the south side of the lake here, you know, it was in the 40s and the college students were all in shorts today. You know, you go north of the lake where Mark is and, you know, they're all, you know, tundra people up there.
2: Yesterday it was like uh, using your weird, your weird non, you know, uh, your your weird uh, temperatures. It was like 19 felt like three.
1: Oh, it's going to be negative two here. Yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's so that was like a minus minus twenty mark temperature.
1: Yeah, I've never experienced that. Okay, yeah. Anyway.
3: It's getting smacked in the face. It's, cat's
2: it's, been, it's been wor- it's been worse. I mean, like last year or the year before, it was like minus thirty wind chills. So
1: that's like <laughs> you know? Skyrim weather.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh yes.
1: <laughs> Seriously, how does the Dove King run around Skyrim and he's wearing like no sleeves and then and, but he? Yeah. And he's got fur on the rest of him, but he's like, "Oh, I could go sleeveless. I have to show off my guns." He's, and, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, Ugh. "But then he wears a helmet." He's yes. like, "Oh, I got to protect myself yeah, man, like, look at helmet." But yeah. my arms are okay; they're fine. Oh, it's uh, he's
2: uh it's he's even
3: People got fur on his butt.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I love that the frostfall mod. You know, it, it rates your armor according to warmth, and fur is the the warmest armor. But it also care, uh, you know. It's, it's like, a, yeah, it's the it's the weakest, but it also covers some of the least when you yeah. actually look at it, especially for women. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. All right, I folks. Well,
0: let's let's just recap this, okay? Uh, next episode of Classic Saturday, the twenty third, nine p.m. Eastern. Next episode of Elder Scrolls Off the Record Saturday, the thirtieth, nine p.m. Eastern. Okay, that's gonna be right here on YouTube. YouTube.com slash quest gaming network slash live. Okay, and of course, don't forget Dancing with Daggers Friday night, 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here again on uh well Twitch, twitch.tv slash quest gaming network. That might be changing to to YouTube soon. Uh final thoughts, let's start with Rob. Man, it's
5: it's been a while since uh uh, since we last met and talked Elder Scrolls, I had to like think back as to what all actually happened since then. But uh, I think I got it all.
3: But this was
0: a good night. Okay, and Mike.
3: Uh I think we did really good here. There was a lot of uh, new information that came out in the last few hours, so you know we compiled it very nicely, and yeah. uh, you know, yeah. glad that we didn't. That Varwin's new house has uh, great internet. Hey! So, oh my god! That-
1: don't jinx it
2: uh and mark no it was great it's great to be doing this again and i'm just glad i didn't fall asleep at the keyboard this, you know yeah it's,
0: uh, right it's getting a little tough toward the end of course um and and liz
1: i like adult coloring books
0: i uh okay that's that could be taken one of two ways <laughs> <laughs>
2: My wife has been having a blast with those two lately, actually.
0: Wow, are we sure we want
3: to have this discussion right now? Well, <laughs> uh, QGN After Dark.
0: Yeah. Get your coloring books, baby. <laughs> oh,
1: happy birthday, Road. It's in a day or two. Yay.
0: Hey. Cool. Um, hey, listen. Uh. Yes. Thank God uh my my internet is now is now solid. Um guess guess what we didn't have to put up with today? Interruption in service. We didn't have a broken podcast, a, a broken video. Uh thank God we didn't have any of those issues. Yeah, we so We
1: didn't but we're still not finished with the show. So <laughs> No, I'm
0: I'm good. I'm good. I mean, listen, I'm running a fiber optic cable network right now. So if there's an issue with the show, it's because God hates me.
3: <laughs> or Brago ate the cable,
0: right? Which he's he's getting um, quite suspiciously close to at the How moment.
1: How do they like the new house? I'm sorry to you know elongate the show, but <laughs> uh,
0: no, they they love it. They love it. Um, Callie, she's uh, she's my little adventurer. She came out of the cat carrier today. And she's like, oh, what's this? What's this?
4: <gasps> oh,
0: she loved it. Brago, however, he was kind of like um. When Where's I, my stuff? <laughs> when do I get to go home? Like, he, he was, co- ho- like, huddled up in the corner, afraid. Aww. I had to coax him out a little bit. Now he's now he's good. He's, he's walking around. He's like, yeah, it's my place. I like it over here. Yeah, it's good. So he's, he's, he's enjoying it. So it's good stuff.
4: Okay. Yeah.
0: And it feels like home now. I've, I've got uh, my furniture moved in. My computer is here wherever my computer is. My heart is, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, folks. Have a great night. Thank you for, for hanging out with us here on uh, on YouTube, on um, on QuestGamingNetwork.com. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Please leave a comment below if you have not subscribed to us on YouTube. What are you doing? You've got to subscribe to us here on YouTube because it's like awesome and stuff. It's what everyone's doing these days. Uh, Elder Scrolls, off the record, is a Quest Gaming Network production. I just wanted to say uh, thank you to my host for uh, scrambling all of that awesome ESO live info. You guys are fantastic. Thank you to our chat room. You guys have been uh, keeping us going. Take care, everyone. Be safe. And, as always, may the force be with you.